In anticipation of Batman coming out in March, we wanted to talk about our top 10 favorite comic book films. And Zach had this harebrained idea where he calls me, he's like, how about instead of 10, we just rank all of them? <laughs> Turns out there's a lot of comic book movies out there, but you know, he came up with a good grading system and an easy way of doing it. Uh, we both put a decent amount of thought into it. I, I probably worked on mine for like an hour. If I'm oh, really? Honest. Wow. Um, and I, I actually edited a little bit of my stuff right before we jumped on because I've been thinking about it a bunch. I'm taking it. I switched soon. a couple around just before we got on. The um, but yeah, so we're going to rank every comic book movie to date. Now, full disclaimer, there are about 20 to 25 films on the list that Zach and I have probably not seen. Yeah, and I'll kind of run through those as well. Um, yeah, so if that's one of your favorite comic book movies, I'm sorry. But <laughs> these are our personal lists. Um, so Zach, you kind of want to yeah, so explain I'll what talk, we got going on here? Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about the process here is that, um, A, we had to decide what we were doing. What what are we talking about when every comic book movie ever ranked? Comic book movies, right? So we yes. had to have the discussion about like, I'm not, is The Incredibles a comic book movie? John yeah, and I landed also on ones that were released in theaters. So. Yeah, so it's like I deleted all of the direct-to-video stuff. Any sort of DC animated direct-to-video thing was not part of this list. Um, but then something like The Incredibles, where it's like, oh well, it's a really well-renowned superhero film, but it's not based on a comic book universe. It's a Pixar IP, takes inspiration from Fantastic Four, obviously, but stuff like that was also not included. Um so uh there's a lot on here and basically what i did was i just i searched i did i pulled up the wikipedia art the wikipedia article for every theatrically released comic book film and it included some that we had to end up taking off the list but i just basically i copied and pasted them to an empty spreadsheet and then i sorted them alphabetically at first and then what i did was i created a key a key for the ranking that uh and i don't know if I, this is the first time john and i have talked about it since we actually talked about doing this whole bit here on the show um but what i did was i came up with a key for the grading scale so that it would be easy to go down the list alphabetically and i gave each movie a ranking and i did the i think it's like a traditional japanese style ranking where it's like s rank is the highest of the honors and it goes all the way down to f and then there's na which is something i which is something we just haven't seen. Um, yeah, exactly. And I'm going to read my key off here. And I don't know. And before and after I do that, I'm going to ask John exactly what he did and how he sorted his list and to see, you know, what, you know, because it's going to be different for both of us. We're different. We're going to have different. We're going to be coming at this from different angles. But uh, I think it's useful to know the method behind the madness before we jump into everything. So here's <laughs> yeah. my key. Here's my grading. They're so scale. subjective. I can't wait. It's gonna I know. Be ridiculous. It's gonna be crazy. There's gonna You're be some, gonna trash gonna be some, all my favorite. Yeah, there's gonna be some yeah. arguments. <laughs> so let's start at the top. Yeah. S rank. That's the top of the heap. Mm -hmm. Here's the key. Not necessarily a perfect film, but a masterpiece. A film so well made you can't imagine anything being better. Best in class. That's S rank. Okay. Below that you have A, which is an excellent film. Definitely not flawless, but generally better than most. Your B rank, a good film has some issues that keep it from excellency, but very, very good. 
The C rank, right in the middle, is a passable film with some serious issues that keep it from being classified as good. It's C. It passes. D is a film that barely passes. Nothing about it makes it a failure, but generally not a film worth recommending or watching twice. And then my F rank is a film that fails. Virtually nothing redeeming or passable that would warrant a recommendation. And then obviously NA is a film I haven't seen or one that I haven't seen in so long that you don't feel I can categorize it properly. And there's a couple like that on my list as well. Yeah. So John, tell me a little bit about your method now that I've kind of explained my method a little bit. So I just went through the list and then I just assigned a rank to it. And then I pulled all the ranks into its own column and I ranked them amongst the ranks in order of what I thought was, you know, for example, with F, if it's at the bottom of the F list, that is my least favorite comic book movie. Yes. You know, working its way up. So then I just climbed up from F all the way up to S until I reached my number one. Yes, that's exactly how I did it as well. I, once I sorted them within their own respective categories, then I started rearranging some things within those categories to put certain things over another. Some of them are so close, especially in like the A and the B yeah. tier. There's some that are like, well, on any given Sunday, I can see this one being above this one. I can see this movie being at number 45 and this movie being at 44. You know, it's like, it really was just kind of like I did a guttural reaction and I kind of went one by one and tried to really just give it my gut feeling. I, did, I didn't try to think about anything too hard except for like my top 10. I really, I slave yeah. honestly. So here's what I want, here's what I want to do is um, should we go category by category and say how many, because there's 121 movies on this list. Are there 121 movies on yours? I mean, total, yeah. Total? Yeah. Okay. Should we go- 120, actually, because I deleted the top column. Okay, yeah. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. So Um, they were numerically matched. That's actually a good- I'm going to delete that now. Good call. Good call, John. Good, good. good, That's why you're a great co-host. This is why I work with Excel every day, yeah. Yeah, so (laughs) 120. 120 films total for both of us. Should we go section by section before we start at the bottom and say how many movies are in each section? We, I mean, we can. I'd have to count them though. I didn't. Oh yeah, good point. Nah, that doesn't matter. Never mind. My largest category is F. Yes, and mine think, is. I think also it should F. be noted. It should be noted that I have only ten S rank films, which I think kind of worked out perfectly without even trying. Is that Interesting. My top ten, I think, are all S rank. I have twenty. S rank. You have movies. 20 S ranks. You're yeah. a little more generous than I am. I, I think. am a little bit more generous. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, but that doesn't mean that like the movies that are in the top half of my A rank aren't, you know, an S quality on your list. It's just sure. for me, I wanted S to be like these are like my creme de la creme. So that's just how I graded things. Creme de la creme a la Edgar. See. Um, yeah, you know what? I mean, like looking at my list, like there, I could easily, there's a cutoff point here that I could easily just switch all these to A's and it wouldn't matter. But I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say that the 20 movies that I have in the top are all, in terms of comic book movies, Yeah, they're all excellent. Like, cool. they're not perfect, but they are masterpieces. A film so well made, you can't imagine anything being better, best in class. And for all 20 of these, I really do think that I would all I would put them all in that tier. 
I like it. So here's what I propose. Why don't we, we should go, I think we should go back and forth between these so that each one of us aren't talking our heads off for like an extended period of time. Yeah, I agree. So do you want to start with the NAs? Let's talk about the movies that we haven't seen. And yeah, we can I'll do just... these in like no particular order. Sure. So um, do you want to, how do you want to do this? Who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You want to flip a I'll coin? just read all of my NAs and then you can read all yours. And Oh yeah. You, know. you don't want to go back and forth if there's something like. Oh yeah, we could do that, I guess. I guess it doesn't matter. It's just going to be a lot. Um. Yeah, shock. All right, NAs, shotgun blast. Do whatever you want to do. We'll talk about we'll talk about anything that, that pops like, up that might be interesting. Just like yeah, take mental notes if it sounds like it's also on your list. So yeah. I haven't seen the sequel to Three Hundred: Rise of an Empire. Um, um, that actually, I actually remembered seeing that. Um, I, I, yeah. So that's not on my NAs. Okay. Uh, I I NA'd Big Hero Six because it's not a comic book. Isn't um, Big Hero Six a comic book? No, it's just a Disney animated movie. I think. I'm pretty sure Big Hero 6 was a comic book. Oh, well, look it up. Let me know. Yeah, I'm waking. I'm waking. It's going to stay in NA. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a uh, Marvel comic book. Oh, you sure that wasn't after the movie came out? Hold, please. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Hold, please. Um, anyway, even if it is a comic book beforehand, I haven't seen it in so long, so it's not going to be on my list, but I'd probably give it like a C. Um, Big Hero 6 is a, is a superhero team appearing in American comic books published by Marvel and created by Man of Action. Uh, the first appearance was in 1998. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. Created by Steven, Se- <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> That's not right. Steven Seagal and Duncan Rouleau. It looks like it's a very Japanese-inspired. So it's like a manga? Yeah, it, it looked kind of like a manga, yeah. Um, what um, if we did manga? We were supposed to do Pokemon movies, too. But anyway. Oh, Pokemon the first movie? Um, so here's some shocking ones for me on my NAs is Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. I've only ever seen the first Blade. So all three Blade movies are on my NAs. I've not You've seen never it. seen it, the first no, one? Never seen it. Or at least it's been so long since I've seen it that I don't remember it. The Blood Rave, baby. Um Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, the sequel to Ghost Rider. Oh, you never saw that one, huh? Fuck no. It's not bad. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to the comments. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I didn't see the new Hellboy with um, David Harbour. And yeah. I also haven't seen the Golden Army, much to my chagrin. But now that I remember that I hadn't seen it, it's really? on my list. Wow. Yeah, you, you know. Because no, no. I love we'll talk about that one later as well. I know. I love the Ron Perlman one. Uh, I've never seen Howard the Duck. Just clips on Me YouTube. either. So it didn't Me count. Either. Yeah, that I've was on my never well. seen. I've read, but I've never seen either of the Kick-Ass movies. Really? You've never seen Kick-Ass 1? Elite? Nope. Oh my god, dude, that's a good movie. We'll talk about where that ranks on my list here in a little bit. I haven't seen Kingsman the Golden Circle. Um, I've seen the first one, and I also haven't seen The King's Man, which is on this list, because it yeah. just came out. Yeah, all of the Kingsman movies are on my NAs. I've not seen any of them. You would really like them, I think. At least the first one, which I've seen. Um, yeah, it's on my list. Sure War Zone. I have not seen. R.I.P.D. Is that that Ryan Reynolds movie? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges, based on like a, it was like a, I think it might have been like. It's a Dark Horse comic. Yeah, it's like a Dark Horse comic, yeah. Yeah, sometimes the, uh, they run into Hellboy too. I haven't seen either of the Red movies, Red or Red 2. Yeah, those are uh, both on my list as well. Bruce Willis. I haven't seen either of the Sin Cities, even though I've read the the books. 
Um, I haven't seen either of the two new Ninja Turtles starting from 2014 and including Ninja Turtles and Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. These are the Megan Fox ones. Yes. The Michael um, Bay produced Megan yeah. Fox ones. I haven't seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. I've only seen the first two of the rubber suit ones. Um, I didn't see the new mutants because I boycotted that movie. <laughs> so that's on my list. <laughs> I haven't seen 1989's the Punisher. Um, I haven't seen the spirit and I haven't seen wanted in so long that I didn't feel like ranking it, but I give yeah. it an F. <laughs> yeah a lo- ditto for a lot of the same ones except for electra i never saw electra i can't wait to talk about electra or at least i i, I maybe i saw it on my ipod like back when i was just like downloading movies off of limewire and putting them on my ipod nano like in like junior high but i don't remember it well enough all the yeah so all the blade movies are on my list um here's we'll get to this so i never i it's been so long that I don't remember that I don't feel I can rank it efficiently, but I don't remember seeing secret of the ooze or turtles in time. Mm. So I didn't rank either of those. I only remember, I really only remember that first turtles movie uh, with Casey Jones. Um, I have, I have all of the Punisher movies on here. I never saw war zone. I never saw the 89 Punisher. I never saw the 2004 Punisher. Um, I also have the Lego Batman movie on here. I never saw that. I know that that's like very loosely tied to a comic universe, but it is a Batman. I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't seen that. That movie is delightful. I'm not sure. I really like the original Lego movie, and I was like, you yeah, know, that's enough. It's not as good as the Lego movie, but it is a, it's actually a good Batman movie, to be yeah. honest. Like, it's a good uh, look into, you know, the character of the Batman. Yeah. And then the last ones on here that we can, you know, you can say your piece on if you want to, but I have Superman 2, Superman 3, and Superman 4, the quest for peace are all on here. Oh, I'm so sad because <laughs> I, I can't wait to talk about those. But also, like, you need to watch Superman 2. Superman 2 is great. Okay. It, you got to watch the Dick Donner cut, though. Don't watch the original one. Is that available for streaming easily? I'll loan you a copy. Okay. I, but I don't, I can't, it, I think she, they both might be on HBO max. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the with all that being is said, so funny because it's like, he just copied film cutting from the cutting room four of the first Superman to finish the cut of Superman two. So it ends <laughs> no spoilers, but it ends with him going back in time again. Amazing. It's awesome. Um, so that being said, with all of the movies that are NAs, how many are left that are officially ranked for you? 95. I have 99. Okay, nice. So you got that nice kick-ass bump. <laughs> so how do you want to do this math-wise? How does this how would this work out best? Because I do think for these, for these starting at our worst and going to our best, we should go one after the other. Like me than you, then me than you. But how do you want to do this? Should I should I give a couple extra to whittle it down so that it's even? Yeah, get get to 95 and then get to 95. And pretty much what I'm gonna do, Zach, is I'm gonna highlight stuff that you say that's on mine. And I would like you to do the same. And we'll just go letter by letter. And then that way. If it's also in there, we can talk about it together and I can tell you what point it's at. So. Okay. That works work? for me. Yeah, that works for me. I'm going to try my best to, if I miss something, if I miss something and highlighted, let me know. Cool. 
Like if I start talking about something random and we're like, oh, you, I already had that on my list. Just stop me. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to get to 95. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So who uh, number 99 for me is Catwoman 2004. That's my bottom. That's my 95. That's your 95. Yep. Let's okay. Talk yeah. about it now. Worst so, movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty atrocious piece of garbage. Like, uh, it's it is it's very much a sign of the times, though. Like, yeah, you no, know, two thousand four. Ba- bad CG, bad acting. Like, very a lot of like a lot of leather. It's like a very edgy sort of looking movie. The score is just fucking atrocious. A lot um, of like bad uses of like hip hop and basketball. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the basketball scene. Oh my god, and just like. The, and I can't emphasize this enough. Some of the worst CG you'll ever see in a major motion picture. Um, yeah, it's awful. Uh, Halle Berry just turns out one of the worst performances ever. And the fun fact about this movie is that in the year that this came out, she won an, an Oscar, I think, or an Academy Award for like a, an acting role. And then she also won a Razzie for this performance in, ba- in Catwoman. So like she won the best actress and worst actress of the year award in the same year. So yeah. Strive to do whatever. Any thoughts on uh, any thoughts on Catwoman there? That's terrible. That's yeah, all. Pretty bad. Okay, <laughs> number ninety eight for me is Venom. Let there be carnage. Two thousand twenty one. Okay. Um, I, put I this actually on... have that ranked, but I didn't see it. But I hate it so much in concept <laughs> that I ranked it. It's my ninety second worst. Okay. So. I really wanted to put this below Catwoman, but at least. Venom has some appealing visual effects that are like decent to look at. Catwoman is like a visual abortion, but like Venom, <laughs> Venom two is just the worst story you've ever seen in, in a motion in a, in a, in a film ever. It's awful. Totally. Commercial movies has Woody Harrelson in it. So that's also true. Woody Harrelson's also chewing the scenery. He makes it a little bit fun to watch. Yeah. Um, 97 for me was Jonah hex 2010. <laughs> okay. I feel like I that's remember this. My movie. F. I'll, I feel I'll like, read through my numbers later. Okay. I feel like I remember this movie like decently, but also like just a forgettable, forgettable comic book movie. I remember like it's Josh Brolin, right? Yeah. Yeah. He is. gives like a terrible performance. He's been three comic book characters. That's crazy. Jonah Hex. Cable. Cable and Thanos. And Thanos. And one of them climbed really the good. ladder. Yeah. <laughs> he climbed the ladder for sure. Um, Dude, do you remember that John Malkovich is the villain in this? Because I forgot. I had to look it up. No. <laughs> so John Malkovich is the villain. And aren't they like shooting like glowy balls out of like an ironclad ship? That's a terrible movie. Yeah, there's like there's all sorts of like it's like the the, the merging of like the mystical and the Western sort of genre. It's really yeah, bizarre. Like, like lots I, of ghosts and shit. Yeah. yeah. I just remember being so bored by the movie and thinking it was just so lame. Um, I saw it by myself. In middle school, my mom dropped me off. She didn't want to see it. She dropped me off. I went and saw it by myself. It was me and two other people that were also there by themselves on like a random ass like Thursday in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> I was like, yeah. hey, Jonathan, do you like uh, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> oh, my God. It was terrible. Um, number 95 for me is Hellboy 2019. Uh, this was on your NA list. Um, yeah, that bad, huh? Really bad, really. But really, it, you know, there's some decent visual effects stuff. David Harbour is is pretty good as the lead. Um, 
The problem is, is that it, it is such a disappointment that it, it warrants the F rating because like Hellboy is such a cool IP um, and they had awesome. They had such a cool, they had such a great groundwork placed by Guillermo del Toro and they just fucked it to oblivion. Like it is the most boring stale piece of garbage you've ever seen. It's so frustratingly bad because I wanted yeah. it to be good. Um, yeah. Ron Perlman's the king though. Yeah. Ron Perlman is the king. Good. Like I would love it if they brought that, if they brought Hellboy back, like I know they that they probably won't, but he'll, he'll come back. They will. So yeah, now, so Hellboy was my number 95. Okay. So my number 95 was Catwoman. Okay. Which we already talked about. So what's your 94? My 94 was Daredevil 2003. <laughs> okay. So my 94 is Hulk 2003. <laughs> oh, okay. So the Battle of the 2003s. Yeah. Angley's Ang Hulk starring Eric Bana and Nick Nolte. Yeah. Um, Hulk, Hulk was my number 91. So I'll highlight that. My mama took me to see this in the theaters. And I was, I had my eyes closed half the time because it was too scary. Um, but I do remember how bad. <laughs> what, Hulk? Yeah, the Hulk dogs. I was scared of the Hulk dogs. Interesting. Um, I do remember how bad, like, the CG is for him, like, fighting the tanks in the desert. And it's just, like, that movie sucks. All the stuff with him in the ocean and, like, the water yeah. and stuff. Like, oh, my God. Jennifer it's just Connelly's, terrible. He's, like, yeah. Betty Ross, and she's not great. Um, yeah, just It's a, a Hulk movie. movie where Hulk doesn't Hulk. But yeah, except for like one scene. Sure. Now I gotta look this up, but isn't Sam Elliott General Thunderbolt Ross though? Because that's cool casting. That is cool casting. That seems like casting that we would do on this show. <laughs> right? That's exactly like he is. Okay. So yeah, that's why it's not at the very bottom. But yeah, bring back Sam, bring back Sam Elliott's Ross in like a multiverse thing. That would be pretty cool. Um, but Daredevil. So Daredevil's my number 94. So Daredevil's my 81. I gave it the Ben Affleck bump. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, I guess it's we can also, wait to talk. Also we, have let's it, wait to I talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wait to talk about this until we get to you. Should we talk about whoever puts whoever puts the movie higher? So what I was thinking is you should be reading through your category of all of the F's, and I'll highlight them. You know, when we go back and forth. But then, like, I'll take over the D's when we get there. And then you highlight and comment as we go. Hmm. Or do you just want to go back and forth? I like, actually, you know what? Scratch that. I like your idea. Whoever has it rated higher gets to talk we'll about it. We'll wait to talk about it then. Yeah. All right. So we'll come back to Daredevil. So we'll come back. To, we'll come back to Daredevil. Yep. All right. So, so what's, your, uh, what's your 93? My 93 is 300 Rise of an Empire. Um, just a boring movie, a bland movie. Like there's nothing like super offensive about it. It's just very boring. Doesn't at all capture the original's tone. Okay. My 93 is Green Lantern. Probably one of the biggest disappointments <laughs> of my time. Terrible movie, bad villain. Ryan Reynolds charisma. Can't even save that. Blake Lively's character is underdeveloped. They wasted Mark Strong as Sinestro, which is wonderful casting. Um, and RIP to the legend Michael Clark Duncan, who was also perfectly cast as Kilowog, who they also wasted as a CGI blob. Fuck that movie. <laughs> um, I'm calling an audible. Originally, I had uh, Green Lantern at 84. 
but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to drop it down to 90. All right. I like it. I'm going to drop it down to 90. We could talk more about it when we get to yours. Sure. I mean, we don't, there's not much to say. So what number were we on? 92? 92. 92 for me is Sin City, a Dame to Kill for. I haven't seen it. Just boring again. Like the, those Sin City and 300 Rise of an Empire just go back to back in terms of just like, they're not bad, like bad, bad, bad. They're just like boring and forgettable. Yeah. So. Mine's Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which again, I haven't seen, but I hate the concept though. <laughs> but you ranked it out of protest. <laughs> okay. What's so yeah. My 91 is Hulk. Okay, my 91 is Fan Four Stick, the 2015 reboot of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Great young cast that has the worst dialogue between each other written that I've seen in a long time. They took a cool character like Dr. Doom and they made him worse than they did in the early 2000s <laughs> versions, which just seems impossible. And it's just a boring movie and it got totally fucked over by Fox Studios. So, yeah. Bad movie. Um. Okay, number 90. Mm-hmm. Number 90 for me will go back to Green Lantern. Not much else to say. Yeah, it is well, what it my, is. It's pretty bad. <laughs> my 90 is Jonah Hex, so not much else to say there. What's yeah. your 89? Uh, my 89 is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay. That's not where I have it. I actually have it a little bit higher. Okay. Because Hugh Jackman is still really charismatic as Logan in that movie. And it's not the worst thing to watch compared to my 89, which is Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you want to, we'll wait to talk about it till we get to yours where you have. Uh, So Suicide Squad is my 87. Okay. So not too far off. Not too far off, but um, my. uh, So we'll talk about X-Men origins Wolverine a little bit when we get to there or whatever, but yeah. yeah so my 80, that. my 88 is spirit. Okay. Mine's ghost rider. Okay. I don't care. I don't care to talk about either of these. I do think ghost rider, interesting kind of squandered use of Nicholas cage, who I think is a decent act. Uh, where did I put ghost rider? Oh, there it is. Never mind. I have ghost rider at 78. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You really like Nick cage. I do like Nick Cage. I like me I some think, Nick Cage. I, th- I think Sam Elliott's also in Ghost Rider. He is, Hold yeah. On. Sam Elliott is in there. He's the original Ghost Rider. He oh sits at God. a bar and talks to him. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> the Sam Elliott universe. S-E-C- S-E-C-U. Seku. Um, Seku, so my, the Sam Elliott cinematic universe. We could talk more about it when we get there if you want. But, uh, yeah, that's fine. What's your, what's your 87? My 87 is Suicide Squad. Okay. My 87 is Electra. Um, okay. If you thought that Daredevil was bad, just wait till you see the sequel. <laughs> no, <laughs> thanks. No Daredevil. Check, please. I'll, the I'll hand, the on hand is like terribly developed as villains. Jennifer Garner, even coming off of Alias, just like can't even save that movie. It's just bad. Yeah. Um, so, what was your 80? Are you up? What's your 86? Uh, my 86 is Superman for quest for peace. Um, okay. Superman versus the nuclear man. They couldn't even get Gene Hackman to come back on set. So it's just his voice in like phone calls and shit. It's bad. It's mm. the worst of the four. Um, they made two, too many Superman movies. <laughs> two, too many. <laughs> yep. That last martini was two, too many. 
Um, my 86 is X-Men Apocalypse. Oof, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think I have that a little higher because there's at least one good scene in it with like uh, Fassbender and McAvoy that's like worth the price of admission over something like what I have at 85. So Okay. Um, yeah, X-Men, I guess we'll talk about it when we get to yours. No, um, I think we can just talk about it now. Like talk about there's, it. we got a couple other X-Men's that we have to talk about in this yeah. category. So yeah, so just total waste of Oscar Isaac. And, yeah, uh, this, movie shitty, is, yeah. this movie is this movie's tagline should have been down. wasted potential. Like they just came off of first class and days of future past, which we'll get to in a in a little while, but are two good of movies. some of the best. They're up there, they're in a good, they're in a good tier. Um but X-Men Apocalypse is just like, it's some of it is funny, bad, which I think redeems it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but most of it is just boring, bad, which really is offensive to me. Um, yep. Can't imagine ever wanting to go back and rewatch this pile of garbage. No. So I actually, Apocalypse was 77 for me, which stretched as one oh, wow. of my first entries wow. into, into D category. Again, mm. because of the, gravitas that's delivered by the two main leads so yeah that's the problem is that you know it really hurts me slapping an f ranking on a movie with mcavoy and fassbender as the leads because they are fucking great no matter what they're in but yeah the movie it's as a whole is just bad yeah that that final fight's terrible (laughs) poor fassbender is just doing this the whole time and then gene gray is (laughs) unleash your power (laughs) the phoenix within you Oh, bad time. We both took a sip at the same time. <laughs> oh, well, All right. Uh, do you want my 85 or do you want to say your 85? I'll go first. Venom. Fuck it. They're both in the F category for me. Yeah. Venom. Um, listen, not much to say that hasn't already been said on this podcast over the years. This is just, I, you know how I feel about these movies. Tom Hardy's yeah, yeah. a great actor, but these movies are terrible. Yep. Yes, they're completely commercial. And they have no heart. They have no soul. They have no writing. They have no direction. They have no vision. They have no balls. Cats <laughs> and terrible. dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Imagine a Twinkie. <laughs> so big. Um, okay. Uh, my number 85 is Superman Returns. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's, and again, like boring. Yep. So boring. Um, Trying to see where I even have that. And Superman Returns was like one of my first exposures to Superman because they made that movie such a big deal. It was like, oh, Superman's back in the theaters. It's this big release. It's got Kevin Spacey. It's got all these big name people. Jeffrey Routh, or not Jeffrey. Yeah, it was Jeffrey Routh, right? Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh. Yes, thank you. Um, I don't know, man. I I just, uh, oh, that movie's just so dull. So, so, so dull. Nothing special about it at all. Yeah. I agree. I have it a little bit higher than that, um, but we can talk about that when we get there. Right. Um, my 84. Oh, do you, you No, it's you, Tim. 84 Superman three um, starring Christopher Reeves and Richard Pryor. Uh, this is the Superman movie where there's evil kryptonite that clones Christopher Reeves. So he gets to play like an evil Superman and he is not able to do that because he's Christopher Reeves and he's too nice. It's really funny. But it's he's not movie. able to do that. Yeah. I like that you're like the director. You're like, Mr. Reeve, you're not able to do this. Yeah, you can't. 
Uh, my 84, and I'm questioning why I did this, but my 84 was RIPD. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're just so high. I'm... <laughs> just, cause, just because I remember laughing a lot. Yeah. Like it's bad, bad. Like it's funny, bad. I feel like that movie was funny. I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges in a buddy cop movie it wasn't like atrocious i mean well it was pretty atrocious but i mean it wasn't like it wasn't like offensively bad yeah i don't it, know it was bad <laughs> but maybe hey, i need to maybe i need to watch it again and, I'll, and maybe i'll change my tone but i definitely don't think you need to anything that's in an f category doesn't deserve to be watched again again f a film that fails virtually nothing <laughs> redeeming possible that would warrant a recommendation that's my category for F. So it's like, yeah, RIPD, it fails. Virtually nothing that would recommend a, warm, a recommendation. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'll, I, yeah, never, I'll never watch this movie again. All right. Um, my 83 is X-Men Origins Wolverine, which you already mm-hmm. mentioned. My yeah, you dad's put that favorite pretty, X-Men movie. You put that movie. pretty high. My dad's favorite X-Men movie. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Chip, Parker, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> I, I guess I've just seen it a lot, but, you know. So it has a bit of a nostalgic connotation. It gets the Hugh Jackman bump for me. It does have a nostalgic hit for me. It also has my favorite line. We own our own kind, Logan, from Will. Our own kind, Logan. Yeah. Will uh, I am get Will I am trying to get the best actor nom. <laughs> but they fuck up. Um, they fuck up Deadpool and they fuck up Gambit in the same movie. So this movie is just terrible. I don't want to understate that. They don't just fuck up Deadpool. That movie was such an abomination toward that character that they restarted the universe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's that's atrocious. Yeah, after this was first class and talk about such a such a cosmic shift. Yeah. What's we, that's a that's a topic for another time, maybe, but what's the best recovery in comic book movie history? Like, oh, it's definitely the, the best recovery is Batman begins after Batman and Robin. Oh, hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Speaking of which, uh, no, that's coming up in a little bit. Um, yeah. 83 is Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. Um, <laughs> I love that you're riding on these Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. is that I'm a sucker for some Nick Cage. We both know this. Hey, that's he's, fine. He's charismatic and funny and entertaining to watch. It's just that the story in that movie is like gonads. <laughs> it's the worst thing you've ever seen. Yeah. But the movie was directed by the guys that made Crank, the Crank movies, like with Jason Statham. So it has a really cool, energetic, like tone to the cinematography. Um, <laughs> it, that's the only thing that I can draw on that is making me lean it to the top of the F's as opposed to the bottom. Like in this steaming pile of garbage, it's the Twinkie wrapper sitting on top of the trash can and not quite the the dead carcass at the very bottom. You know what I mean? Isn't Mephisto in the first Ghost Rider? Oh, my God. I think Henry Fonda plays Mephisto. So all you guys out there that want Mephisto and WandaVision, just go watch Ghost Rider. You get your Mephisto fix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he appeared in Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider 2, and he was played by Peter Fonda. Yeah. Peter Fonda, not Henry Fonda. My bad. Crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> I just looked up a picture of that man. No memory. <laughs> no. Nope. No memory. Not one. Okay. What's your uh so am I up? My or you're up, you're 82. 
82 Batman and Robin 1997. Okay. Which I know for a fact you have higher on the list than I it do should have be. <laughs> This is the best topic we've ever done. All right. I fucking, I just don't like this movie. Um, yeah. It killed, it killed comic book movies. <laughs> it killed the franchise. It, no, it killed comic book movies for three years. Although uh, my the favorite thing about after it. after this was Blade, <laughs> which is such a tonal shift from Batman yeah. and Robin. So Batman and Robin is my number 76. <laughs> Christ. And I'm going to highlight monster. it now because I do I do want <laughs> we could talk about it more if you want. But I do want to just say no, we'll just skip it when it comes to me. But I just want to say uh Kevin Feige had an amazing quote. I think it was Kevin Feige about Batman and Robin where he said that Batman and Robin might be one of the most important comic book movies ever made because it drastically changed the market so much yep. like that uh that was like basically after that was when you could consider the rebirth of that genre coming back so like yeah. it's pretty crazy how how you can make a movie so terrible so <laughs> atrocious that it literally spawns the phoenix from it the ashes yep. yeah um what a, what a what a comeback for our guy the comic books <laughs> yeah so I'm going to lump my 81 and 82 into just one thing right here. And it, or my, I'm going to lump my 80, 81 and 82 into one little mound here. Is it all the fantastic force? It's all of them. So yeah, okay. it's fantastic Four 2005 to fantastic Four 2015. And then rise of the silver surfer. Oh, silver surfer is definitely better than fan four stick. Fuck that movie. Really? <laughs> fan four stick has Jessica Alba in it and Chris Evans. <laughs> No, fan four stick has the silver surfer has those two at least yeah but that movie's like so campy and weird and like not at all engaging yeah. like at least fantastic galactus four. is like a big fart cloud yeah <laughs> yeah at least the remake i think has like a really really good cast of young people they're just not given anything to do that's fair but again, we're arguing semantics on they all suck. terrible shit yeah they're all bad yeah but the 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 first one is definitely the best of the three. I agree, 100%. It's got one of my favorite scenes, which is Chris Evans' Johnny Storm, which we never talk about enough. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Snowboarding or whatever. And he flames on and then lands in the... And he makes like a hot tub. Yeah. And he just he looks up and he goes, you want to join me? And then like Maria Menounos just like gets in the hot tub with him. <laughs> there is also, let's, let us not forget the scene where Jessica Alba loses her clothes and is standing around on the streets of New York or whatever. That's like one of my first boners. I think. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like, oh my God, there was nothing fucking hotter than that scene as a, as a little kid. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, go ahead and give me your 80, 81 and 82. So I gave you 82, which is Batman and Robin. 81 right. is daredevil. Let's okay. talk about this real quick. I just recently listened to a podcast with Bill Simmons where he hosted Ben Affleck. And they talked Affleck about daredevil. Was- they talked about Daredevil. Affleck said that Daredevil has always been his second favorite comic book character behind Batman. And I felt so seen because that's me. Um, but he said that one of the producers on set for Daredevil was Kevin Feige. Oh. And he said he, if he had a, <laughs> this is what Affleck said. He's like, if I had a time machine, he's like, I go back and I'd punch that director in the face and I'd go over to Kevin Feige, who was like handing out people's like coffees. And I'd be like, what would you do? Like, he's like, we missed such an opportunity by like having that guy, like be a wallflower for so many years, just like 
observing the comic book film industry and then like eventually he became the king so it's just really interesting to hear that is really interesting yeah how long he like was like laying in the grass and like waiting to come up for his time but when's gonna be my time (laughs) (laughs) when (laughs) fictional characters um but yeah daredevil 2003 one of my first comic book movie experiences that i can remember so um, and then my 80 is Justice League, the 2017 cut of Justice League. This movie's bad. It's really bad. Hmm. It's an F. It's an F for me. It's a no for me, dog. I don't even care. Now that I've seen the Snyder cut, fuck this movie. Oh, you're not going to be happy where I put it. <laughs> okay. Where'd you, put, where'd you put Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. You gotta wait till we get there. I'm surprised you have it higher than me, actually. Yeah, it's a bad movie, but all right. So that was your 80. That was my 80. All right, my number 79 is Dark Phoenix. Okay. You never saw it. <laughs> I saw half of it. So I did oh, you saw rank half it. Of it? Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I did rank it. Did you rank it higher than me? I did. Only seeing half of it? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Just wait till you see what I have it above. Oh my god. All right. Dark Phoenix, boring movie, waste of a waste of the final movie in the trilogy. Um just so boring, boring, boring. Jennifer Lawrence ruins the movie with one of the worst performances I've ever seen in my life. Ugh. All right. Yep. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make a live adjustment here. Okay. <laughs> I am going to put that at 79 because I haven't oh, seen hey. it. So that's, that's not fair. So that's the first one that we've like matched up on. Yeah. that Yeah. I, I haven't seen the end. So I actually can't rank it as high as I, I had. I just looked at movies that I had it above and I was like, yeah. But I haven't wait, 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 wait. Which half did you see? The first half or the second half? <laughs> first half. Oh my God. <laughs> that's like tantric. <laughs> what are you doing yourself? I fell asleep. It was boring. Oh my god! Yeah, it is boring. It is so boring. It might be one of the most boring movies you've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Jessica Chastain or whatever is like Daruk of the Varari aliens. It's, they're so clearly supposed to be scrolls. It's the worst. No, they're supposed to be the um, fuck the Shi'ar Empire, I think. Yeah, X Men comic. Anyway, sex <laughs> rolling his eyes. Uh, what's your seventy eight? My 78 so I, should, is, I should let you know that 79 was my last F-rated movie. Oh, really? So you're in the D's now? I am in the D's. Damn. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still in the F's, at least for four more. <laughs> That's fine. Um, my number 78 is Ghost Rider 2007. Okay. Which fun movie. Talked about. It's got some fun elements in it. Like I said, Nick Cage gives a good performance. Uh, it's cheesy Nick Cage, but it's like, I don't know. It's in, I, I found his performance enjoyable but man that movie's bad that's a stinker bad action yeah. he's ghost rider like for five minutes of the entire movie um just because they didn't have the budget to do it no they didn't so terrible like the first action sequence is my bike is alive and then it's like it goes an hour and a half until you actually see him as ghost Rider. it's terrible it's terrible yeah all right so my next three are all movies that we've touched on a little bit so 78 for me is rise of the silver surfer I don't think okay. we need to belabor the point. Not great. Yeah. I gave it a D because I remember seeing it in the theater and like having a fun theater experience. And some of the comedy does hold up for it to not be a total failure, in my opinion. Sure. Especially the 
w- the wedding on the roof with Reed and Sue. And the Silver Surfer goes by and they ask Johnny to go get him. And, and Chris Evans just is like, this is a Dolce. And he like, doesn't want to burn off the tuxedo. I don't know. I like that shit. It's campy. <laughs> this is all before the MCU, man. We didn't know any better. Yeah, we didn't know any better. Um, my 77 is Apocalypse. So I gave it a D just because of the caliber of some of the acting in that movie. Yeah. Especially the Magneto's family dies sequence. Like that, all that shit is really cool. Yeah. Um, such wasted potential. Yep. And then my 76 is Superman Returns. Let's talk about Superman Returns for a second. Because <laughs> you've only seen the Dick Donner one and this. Correct. Yes, I've seen Superman one. Okay. I've seen Man of Steel. I've seen Superman Returns. Okay. That's it. I've never seen any of the so, other Christopher Reeves Superman. Superman movies. Returns is supposed to be the rebooted third installment of the Dick Donner Superman trilogy, quote unquote, because Christopher Reeves was dead at that point, obviously. So what they did is Superman Returns is essentially it takes place right after Superman 2. Um, and everyone was, I just remember like going to see it and like, I was like this, I was like so bored. I was like, this is Superman. Like, it should be fun. Like, even the Christopher Reeve ones don't have a lot of action in it, but they're, like, compelling. Right. The Lois Lane <laughs> actress is, like, she's beautiful, but she's just, like, she's got nothing. Superman, like, knocked her up and then, like, left for a little while and came back. And, like, she's dating Cyclops and fucking Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor, so that's a problem. Um, Wasn't a problem then. I, br- I guarantee you he brought in most of that movie's box office. He definitely did. He definitely did because it's coming off of like seven and stuff like that. So, but anyway, <laughs> not great, but some redeeming moments. Um, one of my favorite Superman movie moments of all time is in this movie, which is probably why I gave it a D, which is this guy points a gun at Superman, shoots the bullet, and you can watch it as it like crushes on Superman's eye. And I just thought that, that was really cool. Yeah, I remember they they featured that shot pretty heavily in the trailer. If I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, you still there? Yeah, I think we had some internet. Oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Did you hear me talk about the bullet in the eye? Yes, I heard all that. All right, that's a great scene. Anyway, it's a good scene. Um, okay, so have I given my? I haven't given my number seventy seven yet. You haven't given 77 or 76. Okay. My number 77 is Batman 66. Oh my God. That's not on my list. I don't think. That's the Adam West one, right? It is on my list. I have a way higher. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah. It's a goofy movie, but we'll talk about it more when we get to you. Um, My number 76 then is Batman and Robin. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we don't need to talk about that anymore and then my yeah. number 75 is batman forever and that's my last f 75 is batman forever for me as well and i gave it a d Ay. because i actually think i actually think val kilmer is an underrated bruce wayne i actually think he does a really good job um the villains are terrible in that movie and nicole kidman plays dr chase meridian who's like this really cool psychologist from batman who's horny instead, as fuck <laughs> She's just thirsting for Bruce Wayne like the whole time. And it's just very distracting. So, yeah. Yeah. Batman Forever is an interesting flick. Uh, and Forever's the one with Tommy Rock. Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like that's that to me is like borderline. This is why I think it's an F is that I think it's borderline good, bad, but it's like 
for the most part, I think the movie is just like frustrating. Um, I really like all the practical sets, but that is the only thing, the only thing that I can really draw anything from. The best is when Chris O'Donnell, who plays Robin, loses his parents in the Flying Grayson Act, and you realize that a 30-year-old man-child is still performing with his parents at the circus <laughs> instead of having Robin be a child. <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough one. Yeah, a tough break. And it sucks because that's the only film Robin we've had, and Batman and Robin was such a failure that we still haven't had Robin on screen. Uh, don't forget about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Doesn't count. It doesn't count. Well, you should go by your middle name. <laughs> Robin. Robin. <laughs> go fuck yourself, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> All, right. All right. 74. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Really? Yeah, this is a bad movie, man. It's a D because Garfield's good and Emma Stone's good. But man, those villains are rough. It's the worst villain set in any of the Spider-Man movies, for sure. Without a without a doubt. And you And they're and they're trying you, too you hard be to be fucking set up. out of your mind if you put Spider-Man 3 below this. You're out of your yeah. mind. Crazy. You're out of your mind. At least Spider-Man 3 is like fun and and has some heart to it. Like Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is just so hollow. Yeah. Uh 74 for me is the New Mutants. I haven't seen it's, it. It's my first D. Um, it's fine. Like again, D ranking. It barely passes. Like it's okay. It's just like it is so boring. And the actors are all giving like worst, worst in class performances. Like um Arya Stark is in the movie and she's just atrocious. And Anya Taylor Joy, who's like one of my favorite actresses working right now, like she is awful in this. She sucks so much. And the kid from Stranger Things, Jonathan Byers or whatever, he's given a, a southern accent that will literally make your testicles go up inside your body. It is the Jesus. worst shit you've ever heard. Damn. All right. Next well, time. my 73 is the 2005 Fantastic Four. Um, right. I think I just have this higher because they... I, well, I feel like I should justify why I have it higher than Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um because in terms of performances, obviously one has actually like better actors and better visual effects. But I think that 2005 Fantastic Four movie actually like captured the essence of each of the members of the Fantastic Four really well, even though they don't have great actors playing all of them. Right. Whereas Amazing Spider-Man 2 kind of like <laughs> doesn't treat the source material correct all the time. So. Um. My number 73 is Wanted. Okay, I haven't seen this. Um, it's a fun movie. From what I remember, I mean, like, I, I remember most of the movie. I mean, it's Angelina Jolie, and it's it's the first movie I ever saw James McAvoy in. Um, yeah. It's a cool concept. It's very, like, action-y. It feels kind of Tarantino-y. Like, it feels very Kill Bill. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting flick. I remember I remember enjoying it quite a bit when I was, when I was a little bit younger. Um, just a goofy kind of comic book movie. But yeah, again, barely passes. I, I don't think I would ever go back and check this one out again. So we're already almost halfway through my D's. D's is a pretty small category for me. Really? I think C is going to be like my largest. Like I have a lot of like middle of the road movies. Um, well, remember, I also have 10 more S ranked movies than you do. So there's yeah. going to be some discrepancies, but it's now we're starting to get to the point where we're almost at the top 50. So it's going to start being more about the numbers than it is the, the ranking. Correct. 
The ranking um, was an easy way to break your categories up, but yeah. So my number 72 is Thor, the dark world. So my first MCU movie on the list. Okay. Mine's not too much farther away. Okay. Um, I think it's like commonly known that this isn't the best one for the most part for a lot of reasons. So um, do you want to talk about it when we get to yours? Maybe. Sure. That's fine. Okay. Um, my number 70, 72. My number 72 is kick-ass two. Just a fine movie, uh, way worse, like literally a huge step down from the first one, but it's, it's, it's okay. Okay. So my 71 is X-Men, the last stand, Mm -hmm. the worst of the trilogy. Um, however, it does also still have Patrick Stewart's Xavier, uh, Ian McKellen's Magneto and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine kind of he's kind of like not doing his best Wolverine in that movie but no one's doing got, their best anything in that movie no it's not a good movie but it's got an interesting premise for a comic book storyline that they pretty much fumble at like the 10 yard line they were so close but uh, yeah it's it's not a great movie okay um, my number 70 or whatever is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's fine. It's, you know, it barely passes, but it, you know, the action's actually somewhat kind of cool. Cool. Megan Fox sucks. Uh, Casey Jones Terrible. sucks. Will Arnett is funny-ish. Um, the, my worst thing about that is that, and I'm not like, like I grew up when I was a little kid. I don't know about you, but I like, I was super into the turtles. Um, I hated I the designs of the of the turtles for the new ones. Like I thought that they were yeah. so weird looking. They look bad. They look really bad. Give me the rubber suits all day, baby. Uh, <laughs> so my seventy, and this, before we continue, um, almost without even thinking about it, my ranking where I put the MCU movies in order on this list matched the one that I have for our other podcasts, which I think is kind of cool. I, tr- I I didn't I didn't try to do it just uh I didn't try to do it organically but I haven't cross checked them yet to see how accurate I was to see if I moved anything around but yeah um 70 for me is Iron Man 3 which we've talked about many times I have it way lower than you do just in general but I'm just yeah, not you a have it wait this is the first big discrepancy between the two of us you have it at the bees I don't want to say it we <laughs> do you I don't want to say it <laughs> All right, we'll mark it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about um, it. What's your 70? Uh, I think I might have skipped one here in the rankings. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but uh, did you give your 70 there? 70 was Iron Man 3. Okay, so my 69 is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990, the original one. Okay. With uh, you got your fucking, uh, you got your fucking ooze, you got your pizza in New York, and you got your Casey Jones with a hockey gear. <laughs> That's a good a movie. Bit higher. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we it's get there. A, yeah, it's it's cool. Like it's a very nostalgic movie for me, but um not much more to say than that. Makes me really hungry for pizza for sure. Oh, yeah. Um my 69 is Captain Marvel. Wow. We've talked about this. I'm not a big fan of the Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's way higher for me. Yeah, I think I think all these we should save until we get to where you talk about them so you could talk about how much you fucking love the MCU. So. <laughs> you just want me to <laughs> jerk the franchise off. Yeah. Um, my number 68 is the amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Not much not, else not to say. Too, yeah, not too much far off from mine. 
it's uh you know the the best thing about it is the chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. The best. It's it literally crackles into real life. Yeah. She's she's great, man. Just bring her back. Mm. All right, uh, my Emma. <laughs> my sixty-eight is uh, two thousand eight's The Incredible Hulk, starring Ed Norton. Interesting. <laughs> um, I actually like Ed Norton. I don't like him as much as Ruffalo, probably because of exposure. But The Incredible Hulk has some pretty cool CGI, not the best, but some pretty cool action sequences with the Hulk, which compared to the Ang Lee version at the time this came out was like very impressive. Right. Um, the worst part of it, though, is the fucking <laughs> what's his name? Tim Roth is the abomination, Blonsky. And he's oh, yeah. Not... Uh, t- yeah. Tim Roth isn't in... he's he's good. He's not bad, but he's not great either. No. He's better when he's the monster, <laughs> which is who they brought back for Shang-Chi. So, right. But he's going to be in She-Hulk. So maybe he'll get some redemption um, yeah. in the same way that they redeemed Kat Dennings. So uh, my number 67 is Thor, the Dark World. Here we go. Now we're getting in there. It is what it is. It's the worst. No. It's the worst Marvel movie. Yeah, for sure. Do we really need to say anything else? No, Mal- no, no, no. Mal- I think Mal- we get this terrible. Yeah, some of these. Uh, some of these I want to just rip through because I don't have a whole lot to say about them. Yeah, that's unless fine. something pops up that we really need to talk about. No, so sixty-seven for me is Age of Ultron. Okay. Uh, that was sixty-seven. Number 66 is Justice League 2017. Jesus. <laughs> it's all right. Like, I mean, like, without the knowledge of the Snyder Cut, when I left that movie, I was like, you know what? It was okay. Like, it was all right. Like, it, it has an cool- okay Superman stuff. Yeah. yeah, it had the Superman stuff at the end was like, I mean, they put that exactly where it needed to go for my enjoyment because I left the movie going like, wow, I like that Superman a lot. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, now yeah. with the with the prior with the knowledge now that we have of the Snyder Cut, it's like, wow, yeah, that movie is you know, it's, it was kind of a bastardization, but, um, yeah, 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 it is what it is. I think it has some, even the bastardization that it is like whatever Joss Whedon did with that movie, it still has, it still has a few okay things that, that make it a passable movie. Yeah. Uh, 66 for me is the Eternals. Ooh, the more I think about it, (laughs) the more I think about it, the more it's just, it's just not, the best for me okay but it is on par with the rest of my marvel rankings that we've discussed when we ranked this movie so that just shows you that there's some in my list going forward that like space out the mcu movies a right little bit. uh 65 is x-men the last stand <laughs> <laughs> uh i won't say anything else other than the fact that um this movie is only assisted by the fact that there's a lot of funny bad in this movie. And also um, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen are just like thespians. Yeah. And he moves the golden gate bridge. That's all awesome. he does move the golden gate bridge in a, I'm pretty sure like a, whatever Kosai fucking published an article once. And they were like, this cannot happen physically. <laughs> yeah. They're like the science behind it. It's like spoilers. So it doesn't work. Um, doesn't work. Yeah. All right, uh, 65 for me is uh, Black Widow. And this is the beginning of my C tier category, just in case you're curious. I am curious. Thank you. Um, it's a C because of Yelena. What up, girl? You're funny, Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, uh, 
you know, we reviewed this pretty recently when we saw it last summer, but yeah, kind of perfectly summarizes middle tier Marvel for me. Like I agree with you. Yeah. Although I have it higher, but not much. I'm sure higher. you do. Yeah. Uh, number 64. <laughs> the number, number 64 is Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Uh, okay just barely passes it's got really really goofy stupid shit in this movie i think the one thing that i do like about it a lot is um pedro pascal he's the best yeah love max lord we'll talk about it more when we get it to where it is on my list <laughs> number three <laughs> <laughs> no i wouldn't i'm not that crazy uh 64 for me is watchmen oh, not the cool low, hbo show low, huh not the cool HBO show, the Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. Interesting. I like Jackie Earl Haley's Rorschach is amazing. And uh, Billy Crudup's Dr. Manhattan is great, but I'm not big on the rest of the characters. Sure. Oh, actually, no, sorry. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's comedian is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I don't think I'm that big of a Zack Snyder guy. So. <laughs> He overstylized something that didn't need to be overstylized. That's my problem with the movie, but I still gave it a C. Yeah, um, I will say, like, uh, I don't have much to say on the it. Source, he didn't boss the source material like he did with the Dark Knight Returns. So. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna have a whole lot to say about it when we get to where it is for me. You're gonna be so mad at me where it is on my list, but um, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at you about anything. The opening sequence of the uh, the times they are changing is like I watch that every now and then on YouTube just to be like, ah, this is such a cool, yeah non-verbal storytelling i really really love that monologue that, that uh montage montage thank you so much um you're welcome all right 63 am i up with 63 you're up 63 uh sin city 2005 um Ooh, okay tell it's me okay. about it it's okay. I, I, Robert I, Rodriguez, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the movie style is the best thing that has going for it, but a lot of the story elements kind of fall flat. Uh, I got a feeling like I probably would maybe like the graphic novel more uh, than the you movie. You would love the graphic novel. Oh, my God. Don't buy it. When's your birthday? April? I'm going to get it for you for your birthday. <laughs> When's your birthday? Don't buy it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's cool. Like uh, lots of performer, lots of actors in it that you wouldn't expect in it. Like Bruce Willis is in the movie or whatever, like playing like a bit role or whatever. But like he's pretty he's pretty good in the movie. And there's I don't know. It's a cool stylized. It's the first time I ever saw a movie and left going like I've never seen anything like that before. Um, yeah. So, that, so it holds a special place in my heart for that. And it's um, the second to last D tier. So it like barely passes. Probably would never watch it again. But, you know, it, it has yeah. some cool elements. Uh, 63 for me is TMNT, the animated Ninja Turtle movie. Okay. I think this is a actually really underrated Ninja Turtle movie. Um, this is the, the one that came out in 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, on my, this is on my, I never, I never saw it. Okay. It's good. It's pretty good. It's definitely better than these Michael Bay pieces of shit that have been coming out, um, which I haven't seen, but I can go ahead and tell you right now that it's better than that. It's like, it's almost like, shot sometimes kind of like an anime like a stylized like samurai anime and stuff too it's really cool i enjoyed seeing it in the theater um it's just one 2007 was my one of my favorite movie years of all time because the summer blockbuster season was spider-man 3 tmnt pirates of the caribbean at world's end Oof. shrek 3 like there's just like so many movies i just yeah. remember going to the movies all summer so. yeah but only half of them were good 
Um, anyway, you're 62. My 62 is Aquaman. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> my last D again. Okay. A film that barely passes. Nothing about it makes it a failure, but generally not a film worth recommending or watching twice. Oh, I disagree, but that's we, okay. That's we watched we it twice, but I think that Aquaman. I've seen this movie like five times. <laughs> Put some respect on my guy, Yaya Abdul Mahim, the second's name. Yeah, and the sequence straight out of 2002 where he builds the armor with like a Black Sabbath song being played or whatever. It's great. It's it's art, Zach. I did it for me. The only thing I like about Aquaman is uh, the goofy bad elements, like the stuff that's like fun to laugh at. Like, yeah, I am Ocean Master. The scene dun, where dun. the scene where they throw a black man off the cliff and he like tumbles down the thing or whatever. That <laughs> shit makes me laugh every time I see it. Um, I really like the sequence in the bar where the tough guys like can take a selfie or whatever, like yeah, stuff like that it makes yeah. me laugh. Um, my 62 is Iron Man 2. Okay. Um, I have it this high because I fucking love Justin Hammer. He's the best. Sam Rockwell, baby. He's awesome. <laughs> bring him back, man. I don't care what you want to bring him back in. It might be Armor Wars, that Disney Plus show. I bet he comes back in Armor Wars. One of my most rewatched MCU scenes is the ex-wife speech where he's going through like all the guns. It's so good. This is my Eiffel Tower. This is my Mona Lisa. <laughs> can bust the bunker from outside the bunker. Bust the bunker under the bunker you just busted. <laughs> Some yeah. people call this Uncle Gaspacho or Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Two downtown for you. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that. I've got that movie <laughs> way higher. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, all right, my number 61. This is my first C-ranked movie. Okay. And it's Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. All right. Um, I'm very close to having it around here, too. Okay. Like, very close. That's my 59, spoiler alert. So okay. Um, I'm, like, right there with you, same team, buddy. Yeah, so right around the same spot. I like that about us. I appreciate the synchronicity between the two of us. Um, mm -hmm. We're not entirely insane. We're just different enough, which is yeah. why we're good friends. Yeah. And again, I want to rank, I want to read my C ranking tier thing, a passable film, some uh -huh. serious issues that keep it from being classified as good. Martha. That's exactly where I come down on this movie is that there's some shit in this movie that I think is brilliant. And is, then there's some shit that makes you want to just like absolutely blow your brains out because of how terrible it is. Is, is BVS the perfect C movie? It's like the perfect embodiment of like right in the middle. We'll have to see. I'll tell. Well, we'll tell you. I feel like we've had it at like five, five and a half, like on the Radiovania scale for like years. It's like right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is like it is one of the most perfect, like right, right there. It's like it's oh, it's almost there. It's like oh, why? It's it might be one of the movie, one of the 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 movie that I've left the theater the most frustrated in my life. You don't like when they reveal your superhero team with PDF files. No, no. <laughs> that they made icons for? Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't like it when uh, my bad guy feeds Jolly Ranchers to a, a secretarial cabinet man either. It's cherry. <laughs> well, it's cherry. Um, so my 61 is The Amazing Spider-Man. Wow. Okay, okay. And we're not, not too fan. we're not too far off. Not a fan of these movies overall, but sure. I think The Amazing Spider-Man is significantly better than two. 
Agreed. I love the mute cute, the meat cute stuff with Gwen. I love their uncle Ben, actually. Martin Sheen's actually pretty good, I think. <laughs> Sally Field is terrible as Aunt May. Um, but all the stuff with the Stacy mm-hmm. family and like Captain Stacy is good. Man, I just saw where I ranked something that we're about to you're about to yell at me for. Um okay. my number 60 is kick ass. All right. Um it, there's some stuff in the movie that really, really holds it back from being a really good B or A level movie. Uh, but there is some stuff. There's like an hour of this movie that is like perfect. It is totally the inspiration for stuff like like Peacemaker or The Boys or Doom Patrol, that kind of stuff. Like it's like the antiheroes that you want to see succeed. Um, yeah. Also, Nick Cage gives a awesome performance in this movie. It is really, really fun to watch him be. Uh, just a bad guy. It's really cool. Nice. Um, my 60 is Doctor Strange. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> but I have to be honest with you. I'm being generous because I still haven't finished Doctor Strange. Are you fucking crazy? What the fuck? So, like, I've seen like the first 90 minutes on a plane, and then the flight was over. But then I watched the Dormammu scene on YouTube. But I promise Dormammu. you, I'll, I promise you, I'll watch the whole movie before the second one comes out. I've come to bargain, and then maybe maybe it'll climb higher. But but in my MCU rankings, it's right in the middle. So there you go. This is officially the largest discrepancy. Really? That we've had? Yeah. Or wait, th- hold I on, wait, wait, no, never mind. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So my number 59 is the incredible Hulk, 2008. Wow. Wait, wait, let me read back where I had it. <laughs> 68. Okay. Not bad. So 10 apart. 10 apart. Yeah. It's good. I like Edward Norton a lot. I like, um, I like Tim Roth. i like, uh, Thunderbolt Ross. This... Liv Tyler is actually perfect in that movie. Liv Tyler is really good. I really like the comeback. I really like the, at the time it was pretty novel where it was like it opened with like just kind of like a montage that d- it didn't need to explain to you his background. You just kind of got it yeah. through the opening credit sequence. Uh, it's a cool movie. It's not like, it's definitely not my favorite MCU movie. It's just, it's all right. It's right in the middle. Yep. Uh, 58 for me is the Thomas Jane Punisher, 2004. Okay. This is one of the ones I never saw. Okay. It's it's cool. But listen, if you want to watch The Punisher, just go watch the Netflix one because John Bernthal's perfect as The Punisher. My number 58. What's your 58? It's Superman. <laughs> 1978. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. Where did you have this? Way higher. But <laughs> like you, you've you only seen this for the first time recently. Yeah, so. I saw it during the pandemic. For the listen, first time. it's not a big deal. These are our favorites. Okay. You don't have a lifetime of this movie like I do. Sure. So. But I will remember this and I'll never let you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Go ahead. We'll talk about it when I get to it. Sure, that's fine. That's cool. Let me just highlight it real quick when I find where. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you have it? 58. You're going to hate where I have it. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I just looked at what I had <laughs> above and you're going to castrate me. All right, 57 for me is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secrets of Ooze. Okay. Give me those rubber suits. It's a yeah. fun sequel. Those movies are just like cool, like accessible young age, like 
kung fu movies i think mixed with like a little bit of like goofy like puppetry stuff from like the late 80s and 90s that i love like the dark crystal and shit yeah uh, yeah dark crystal yep um my number 57 is the amazing spider-man <clears throat> okay i noticed that we're almost in the top 50 and you've only dropped two mcu movies <laughs> yep uh yeah, it's, Amazing Spider-Man. I'm already two. halfway done with the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, the only thing I want to shout out is best Stan Lee cameo. Is it the library? Yeah. My favorite Stan Lee cameo is when he calls out the strippers in Deadpool. In Deadpool, yeah, that one's all right. Too. That one's pretty good too. Yeah. All right. What's your 56? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Really fun movie. Funny. Goggins is the best villain, but he's not the main villain of the movie, which is such a letdown for me. Um, it's a letdown that he's not another character in the MCU. Right. And exactly. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is really great, though, as uh, Janet. Um, and I'm looking forward to Quantumania. So not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination, but definitely not as good as the first and not top tier Marvel for me. So. Right. Okay. My number 56 is X-Men. The original 2000. Okay. Um, I have a little bit higher than that. But. Yeah. Well, I don't have much to say about it. So we'll move on to the next one. Oh, What's man, your 56? I have, a, I have a lot higher than that, actually. Um, so 56 was Ant-Man and the Wasp, but 55 for oh. me is Zach, is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. Wow. You put that considerably higher than I did. You did Justice League already. Where's your Zack Snyder Justice League? Oh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. My apologies. Yeah. I've got that um, higher. <laughs> fun fact, Zach. I watched the black and white version recently. Oh, yeah? I started my, watching it, and then I turned it off. It does not look good. <laughs> Parts of it look cool, but some of the fights in black and white don't do as well, especially the Flash stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, what's your 55? My 55 is Batman Returns. That actually kind of hurts me a little bit, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, I'm going to I'm going to stop. I'm going to press pause for a second. It's 1140. Uh-huh. We've been recording for a while. Yeah. Maybe we should try to limit ourselves to how much we're discussing these until we get to the meat, which is like the top 15 cool. to 20. That's Unless not- we have something huge we want to say about something. You know what I mean? I'm good with that. Okay. So I've got I'm working three- from home. I can go all night. So whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I don't have to be in tomorrow until one o'clock. I'm just worried about editing this some bitch. I don't know if I'm able to upload a four hour podcast. Let's breeze through until we get to like the top 15. Um, sure. All right. We'll just try to try to limit our stuff. So 54 for me is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What's your 54? Okay. My 54 is Eternals. Okay. 53 for me is the 1966 Batman movie. Oh really? Okay, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. my fifty for me. Yeah, I need. That's one I need to go back and rewatch. Um, yeah. my fifty three is Age of Ultron. Okay, fifty two um, for me. Do you have one? Do you want to talk about Ultron? I feel like we've talked about it a ton. The only thing I want to say is that like, uh, it's a movie that you know it was a. I think it was the first Marvel movie that I went in with like kind of disappointment a little bit yeah. because it didn't live up to the trailer. And that's the only time really ever that I remember Marvel, a Marvel movie, not living up to the trailer. Yeah. Good point. Uh, 52 for me is Wonder Woman 84. Okay. Um, 52 for me is, and this is my last C tier movie is Spider-Man three. 
51 is Spider-Man 3 for me. Okay. And it's okay. one of my okay. last C tiers. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. So we're kind of in agreement on the placement of the. We're pretty of, close. Of, I have two more C tier movies than you. Okay. Yeah. Um, my C tier was actually, I think my smallest tier. Yeah. What's 51 for you? 51 for me is Thor, the original Thor. Okay. 50 for me is Thor. Really? So like okay. Right there. All, yeah. right. okay. All right. All right. All right. So then what's, what's your 50? <laughs> my 50 is Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah. And we're now like we're now in the B's. Again, like for me, for B tiers, a good movie has some issues that keep it from excellency, but very good. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at with a lot of these movies. It's like it's my like last, Captain Marvel's all right. Yeah. My last C for me is um Aquaman at 49. Interesting. Okay, so and now I'm in B's with my next pick. So what's your 49? My 49 is 300. Okay, my 48 is 300. Really? Oh, yeah. hey. I mind. All right. Okay. What's your 47? <laughs> uh, or I your 48, I should my say. My 48. Yeah, my 48 is uh, is Wonder Woman 2017, the origin- the uh, the newest reboot. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for this one. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I we'll talk about it when I'm sure we'll get to your placement of it in the top 10 or whatever, but... Uh, mm, it's not in the top 10. I, spoiler it's, alert. It is an okay movie. I don't... I don't love it. I think the third act is so poorly put together. Gal Gadot's awesome, though. I think that she carries the movie. And Chris, Chris Pine, Pine, too. Yeah. Wonderful. All the Themyscira stuff's great. We'll save some of our thoughts later. Yeah. Um, 47 for me is the Lego Batman movie. Okay. Wow. Already talked That's about. high. Maybe I should it's watch this. Maybe I should watch it's this. It's cute. Later. It's really cute. It's got, a, got, it's got a lot of good Warner Brothers Batman movie, like Easter eggs in it that make okay. fun of all the other ones. So, uh, My number 47 is Black Widow. Okay. It's okay. I wish it was better, but the first hour of the movie, I think is really, really good. It starts to taper off towards the end, but the first hour I, I think is like, I think that awesome. third act is not good at all. I don't, yeah, I don't, bad. I don't like the villain at all. And I, I think they didn't do Taskmaster justice, but sure. Uh, 46 for me is Deadpool two. Interesting. Okay. I don't like it as much as the first one. No, me neither. Um, I don't think the jokes are as funny, to be honest with you. And I liked the more low budget feel of the first one than the second one. The only thing I like about Deadpool to more, the only thing that I think is funnier is the sequence where they kill off Task Force X or whatever. Oh, that's great. As that's well like the funniest like thing the ever. The time traveling thing in the, the beginning yeah. of the credits, but yeah. Where he goes back and kills baby Hitler. <laughs> and then he kills Green Lantern, Ryan yeah. Reynolds, yeah. Um, number 46 for me is V for Vendetta. Nice. Okay. I have that um, a higher. Yeah. We'll talk about it when we get to you then. What's your 45? Ant-Man 2015. Okay. Cool. Uh, my number 45 is X2. Okay. Nice. You picked the wrong house, bub. So good. My 44 is Man of Steel. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want to hear our thoughts, just go listen to the DCEU and review for all of yeah, these Yeah, go listen to that. Because we're not going to rehash any fights no, now. I no, really no, don't no. want to do that today. No, we shouldn't do that. Um, my number 44 is Iron Man 3. Okay. My 43 is Kingsman Secret Service, the first one. My number 43 is Iron Man 2. Okay. I put Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. They are literally like, they're right there. Like, Yeah. At least you put uh, two above three. I I just, yeah, two is better. Two is better than three. Uh, retrospective, 
I think it's better than three. I think leaving the theater for Iron Man 2, I was like, that movie was fucking asshole. But you go back and rewatch it, and you're like, ah, Mickey Rourke is fun. Justin Hammer's fun. Yeah. It, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. It, it's first just, Don uh, Cheadle movie. Um, yeah. First Scarlett Johansson movie. Mm-hmm. Iron I Man 3 one. has that whole thing with the kid in Tennessee the whole time. I'm just not a big fan. Yeah, um, that does have, Iron Man 3 does have one of my favorite Tony Stark lines where he's like, dads leave all the time, kid, don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is a good line yeah <laughs> all right uh 42 for me is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings okay cool um uh, my 42 is hellboy 2004 the original del toro one 41 uh though it pains me to say it toby mcguire spider-man 2002 oh okay interesting yeah uh 41 for me is hellboy 2 so I put both the Hellboys back to back, just like I put both the Iron Man's back. You like back. it more than the first one, though. Yes, the Golden Army. I, I think see, is better I than the second. One. Better than yeah. the first. One. I really gotta watch it. The uh, the Golden Army just has a really cool visual style to it. Like he, if it was like Del Toro got like some extra budget to like amp up the Del Toro ness of the second one, so it's a lot of really cool, cool environments and like practical sets and stuff. It's re- it's a cool film. It's a cool movie. Nice. Uh, number forty for me is Blade, nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Give me that Wesley Snipes, baby. Uh, number 40 for me is Ant-Man and the Wasp. All right. Number 39 for me is the original X-Men 2000. Okay. Number 39 for me is Ant-Man. You just lump this together. Yep. I literally, <laughs> this, is lump- your, this is your lumping category. <laughs> yeah. This is my lumping category. I lumped a bunch of franchises together where I'm like, ah, these kind of feel like they should be around this part of the list, but like, which one do I like more than the other one? Number 38 for me is Birds of Prey. The Emancipation really? of One Harley Quinn. Whoa, yeah. okay. Um, 38 for me is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I never, I, I know you liked it. I didn't think you liked it that much though. I'm kind of impressed. I mean, it's like to the top of the B list. Again, like B, sure. a good film. Has issues that keep it from excelling, but it's very, very good. I think that Zack Snyder's Justice League is a really good art piece. Um. It arguably has one of my favorite Superman sequences of all time in that movie. Yeah. So I also do think that, and this is again, like this is one of the things like I tried to look at this critically and personally for the culture of movies and the art of movies and like for what we've been doing forever. And what I've been doing for my entire life is like looking at the, you know, the history of movies. This is like interesting because of the uniqueness of the movie. Yeah. So I think that gives it some extra points in my book. Fair. Uh, 37 for me is X-Men First Class. Okay. Funny enough, 37 for me is The Wolverine. Oh, okay, cool. Mine's not too far off, but uh, 36 for me is Superman 2, which you have not seen. Nope. Just give it a shot. Okay. Give it a shot. 36 for me is Doctor Strange. Okay. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, right. 34. 30- 35 for me is Batman Returns. Give me okay, the, give wow. Me the, so that's the biggest discrepancy that we've had. Give me the penguin, baby. <laughs> yeah. that, wow. So where did I put Batman Returns? You have it pretty fucking low. Uh, I, I have think, it at 55. So 20, 20 spots different. So our biggest discrepancy is still where you have Superman the movie. Okay. I just okay, I okay. just checked. Yeah. Right, okay. It's it's pretty insane. <laughs> uh how about and this by one? By the way, Batman Returns is my last B movie. Okay. 
so Doctor Strange is my, or no, my number 35 is my last B movie. Same team, buddy. And it's Batman 1989. <sighs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to fight, but how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow up on it. I think that might be the the difference is that like I didn't I don't think I watched that movie until I was in high school or college. I got to scroll all the way to the top to highlight this one real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your top five of it. It's not. It's not. But it is pretty high up there. All right. Uh, 34 for me. My first A is Viva Vendetta. This is a good movie. Good interpretation of the comic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. We'll get ready to scroll up and highlight another one. Number 34 is Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you fucking MCU fanboy piece of shit. <laughs> Ooh, all right. All right. Head. 33 for me is the the Wolverine, the James Mangold Japanese okay. one. 33 for me is Watchmen. Specifically the unrated one. If you if Yeah, you no, that. no, no. I agree with that 100 percent That's the yeah. that's the only it's right one. Much better. Yeah. Uh, number 30 Watchmen. Yeah, 33 for me is Watchmen. Okay, interesting. Yeah, our Watchmen discrepancy is off by 31. I had it at 64. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, 32 for me is the original Hellboy. Okay, cool. I appreciate appreciate how high that is for you. Dude, Perlman is perfect as Hellboy. Perfect casting. If you have like a Mount Rushmore of perfect comic book casting, it's like Robert Downey Jr. and like Ron Perlman and like Margot Robbie and stuff. So, yeah. Um, 32 for me is Deadpool 2. Okay. Don't need to talk about that much more. We might have words with this one. I'm, I'm apologizing in advance. 31 for me is Joker 2019. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, 31 for me. It's just not rewatchable for me. So yeah, not that it's a bad movie. Sure. Arguably like on a best of list, it's probably S tier, but like for me, I just (laughs) do not want to watch that movie. 31, 31 for me is Shang-Chi. Okay, 30 for me is X2, X United. Interesting. 30 for me is X-Men First Class. Oh, nice. All right, don't at me. 29 for me is Captain America, the First Avenger. Ooh. Uh, actually, you know what? I don't have this one much higher than this. Um, okay. So I, I can appreciate that. Um, 28 for me is the original Toby Spider-Man. You mean 29. Oh, 29 is Deadpool. Sorry. Oh, okay. And then 28 Spider-Man? 28 is Spider-Man. Okay, so 28 for me is Superman the movie. Okay, 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 okay. So we were off by 30 on that Ooh. one. <laughs> um, why don't you go 27? You 27 is Black Panther. Okay, 27 for me is the original Iron Man. Okay. Interesting. Wow, okay. Yep. Um, 26 for me is Birds of Prey. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yep. Black 26. Max, baby. Yeah, the best. 26 for me is Deadpool. Okay. So not too far off on that one as well. 25 for me is Shazam. Okay. We're not too far off there. I got this one in the top 25 for you, buddy. And I was pretty proud that it worked out this way. Uh, 25 for me is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, cool. That makes me happy to hear. I was curious to know if this was going to be one of the ones where you were like, ah, you're not going to rank it. But you no, it's it a great there. movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's just, I mean, obviously it's not one of my favorites, but I definitely respect it for what it is. And yeah, 
it's a really enjoyable comic book movie. So yeah, and we'll talk to it where when it hits for me in my in my uh, in my rankings. A little Since bit. I did that for you, I think you have to move Batman eighty nine <laughs> up to your top twenty five. <laughs> uh, number twenty four for me is Spider Man Far From Home. Okay, twenty four for me is X Men Days of Future Past. Oh okay. Uh, twenty three for me is Cap First Avenger. Okay, it's not too much higher, but just a little bit higher. My twenty three is um, Shazam. Okay. Uh, and then my 22 is Days of Future Past. Yeah, we're pretty, we're around the same point. Um, 22 for me is Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. 21 for me, and this is my last A-rank movie. Everything beyond this is an S-rank movie, which is pretty crazy <laughs> to think about. But my it. 21 is Man of Steel. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me just look. Man of Steel was my 44th. Oh, big discrepancy. Yeah. And again, we don't need to rehash this. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to rehash it. But I will just say an A rank for me, an excellent film. Definitely not flawless, but generally better than most. For me, the the Man of Steel sentiment is it's a movie that's so good that I'm mad it's not great. And that's by that's always what I've stood by with Man of Steel is that like it is so good on so many levels that it makes me so frustrated that it doesn't jump the shark to be great it's just it's very good it's well made it's just uh it's just and i have it there i have it at a b which is from you know a good film with some issues that keep it from excellency and we've talked about those issues many times from my perspective which is just the the mopey superman it's just not the superman that i think is how they should have started off an entire franchise of movies yeah right um, 21 for me is Spider-Man 2. Okay. 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 Interesting. Yep. Um, so now we're in my S rank movies and my number 20, my first S rank movie is Spider-Man 2. Oh, nice. Same buddy. We're so close. And they so, say that hero can <laughs> see. So the next 10 movies for me are still A's. I don't okay. get to S's until the top 10. Okay. Um, 20 for me is Marvel's The Avengers. Okay, cool. Uh, my number 19 is the original Iron Man. Okay. My number 19 is Black Panther. Okay. Give my number Killmonger, eight. baby. Yeah, Killmonger. Gotta love that Michael B. Jordan. Um, big old oopsie on uh, Lupita, uh, not Lupita Nyong'o. Who's the anti-vaxxer? Letitia Wright. Yeah, Letitia Wright. Whoops. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my number 18 is uh, The Avengers okay. 2012. My number 18 is The Dark Knight Rises. Hmm. Okay. I think it's, let's just talk about it in that, like a little bit now and then sure. we can touch on it more depending on how high you have it. Tom Hardy's great. The cast is all great. It's just the, the, the grand scale doesn't always work for me where it's like right. this whole military coup and stuff like that. And also like the best parts for me are like Bruce Wayne in the pit and all that stuff. And I feel like he's not in a lot of the movie. So that's why I have it as my worst of the three Dark Knight movies. Yeah, it is also the worst of the three for me. Um, cool. It's not much higher. It's only two spots higher than the Avengers, but it's, it's my number 16, just spoilers, but it's, um, 
it's a great movie. I really love Bane. I love what they did with Talia. I love the callbacks to Batman Begins. I love that Batman Begins and the Dark Knight Rises like kind of like talk to each other very closely. Um, yeah, they it's got very Ian cool Neeson to come back. They, yeah, uh, they have one of my favorite scenes in any movie, any comic book movie, which is Lucius Gordon and Alfred burying Bruce on the Wayne Manor property, and then Alfred saying, "I failed you to the, oh, it's, the it's, Martha and Thomas tombstones." Gut wrenching, literally gut wrenching. Yeah, Michael Caine's performance in that movie is awesome. It's, like, it's his, it's his best cries echo through these holes. Yeah, it's his best performance, and he's also yeah. in it the least out of the other three. Like it's his, which is pretty impressive. Like <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, my number seventeen is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no, here's. <laughs> I forgot that you I forgot that you do this. Uh so 17 for me is Guardians 2. Oh, okay. Interesting. We literally we literally flop we, the... we flip flop them. <laughs> um all right, so number 16 for me is Dark Knight Rises. 16 for me is Captain America Civil War. Okay. Um number 15 for me is Spider-Man Homecoming. We're very close. So 15 for me uh, and we'll quickly move on before you rage quit is Wonder Woman. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Moving on. Ooh. I love this movie. We know this about me. I'm glad. It's better than I think you give it credit for, but I understand your, your beef with the third act, but it's, it's an important movie. And for me, it, I don't know what it is about it. I can't really explain it to you without like getting too deep into like my personal business that I don't want to on the pod. But that movie has a lot of meaning for me. So okay. it's comfort food for me. And I'll just like throw it on sometimes. Yeah. Um, so my number 14 is Guardians Volume 2. Oh man, harsh on the Guardians. Not in your top 10. All right. Um. Number 14 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Um, number 13 for me is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. We're pretty close. Uh, 13 for me is Batman 89. And then 12 for me is Winter Soldier. Okay. So, so what, what was the Batman 89 discrepancy again? I had that at, <laughs> I had that at number 35. And uh, we were off by 25. Okay. <laughs> yeah um different strokes man i recently watched this two nights ago by the way okay great fucking film man <laughs> never touch another I'm man's mind to make some movie never rub another man's move bar. yeah all right number 12 for me is scott pilgrim versus the world nice um just about made my top 10 i had to edge it out uh, originally i did have it in my top 10 but i had to be real with myself and bump it down a few a few notches this is one of those movies where, um, and I do want to in like a, you know, cause I know we're running long on time, but I do want to say my piece about this movie is that this is my teen movie. Um, like everyone has them, everyone, whether you grew up in the eighties and your John Hughes movies were your teen movies, whether you grew up in the nineties and American pie was your teen movie, whether you grew up, wh whatever, whatever it was like for me being born in the mid nineties and growing up in that time period, but like, when Scott Pilgrim came out in 2010, I was, we were midway through high school, right? We were was, in middle school. We were in middle school in 2010. Oh no, you're right. We, were. we graduated in 2013, right? 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But so like Sophomore it was, year. yeah, it was in high school. I had just started dating my first like serious girlfriend. You're starting to get invested in relationships. You have friends. Like I was into video games and comics and stuff. And Scott Pilgrim was very much like a world that like, it was the first movie where I ever felt quote unquote seen during where it's like, oh, I do all this stupid shit with my friends. Oh, I make all these stupid inside jokes about video games and comics with my friends. And oh, the Seinfeld bit in the middle of the movie randomly where the Seinfeld music like plays during the, like the apartment sequence. It's like that movie like reaches into my body and like touches me in a meaningful way. And like the fact that like me and some of my best friends throughout all of high school and college would just like quote that movie back and forth to each other. Um, I could, I could probably quote that. I could probably write the script for that entire movie from stem to stern. Um, and it turned me onto the comic books too. Like the series by Brian Lee O'Malley, like, those graphic novels are fucking brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. They are just so, 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 so good. And that movie is, uh, it has its flaws. It has its pacing flaws, but like, also like, I want to give a shout out to the, if we can give the Radio Vanny Award for the craziest cast list of people before they were famous award. Chris Evans, Brie Larson, uh, uh, fucking... Uh, Kieran Culkin, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Gideon Graves is played by the guy that's in all the Wes Anderson movies. I can't remember his fucking name off the top of my head. Um, the girl before she was in uh, Pitch Perfect, Anna Kendrick is in that movie. Yeah. Um, the girl from Parks and Rec who plays, you know, who I'm talking about. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza's in that movie. Yeah. Like, oh my God, there's so many fucking people in that movie that are like, that were just before they like broke and became like crazy yeah. famous. And also Brandon Routh is in that movie as well. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the super vegan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> What's the line he is? Uh, he goes, uh, oh shit, I forget. Never mind. Vegan doesn't being vegan doesn't make you. He's like vegan just makes you being better than other people. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Good movie, really good movie. That's my teen movie. That's the movie that I'll always associate with my teenage period. Tight. Uh, the eleventh movie for me and my last A rank movie is Avengers: Infinity War. Okay. Whoa. All right. Cool. My number eleven is Thor: Ragnarok. Okay. <laughs> After you. Okay. Um, starting my top 10 in my S ranks is Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Okay, cool. Listen, this movie, I think, does arguably the best job of explaining why it could have been so hard for Bruce Wayne to just not be Batman, which is he meets somebody that he falls in love with and he just doesn't feel as sad as he was when he initially was alone and thinking that he had to fight this war on crime by himself. It's about like his first love after his parents die. And it's got the Joker. It's got like all this great animation and stuff. And it's just out of my favorite animated show of all time as well. So it's a fucking great Batman movie. And if they ever adapted it into live action, I think it would do gangbusters. Imagine if that was Matt Reeves, a sequel. Oh, give it to me, baby. <laughs> uh, my number 10 is Joker. Oof, wow. All right. 
Um, I think it's an excellent film. The more that I think about it, the more that I like it, uh, the, the more that it kind of like every now and again, like I'll think about it and I'll be like, man, that was a really provocative sequence. Oh man. I really like the direction choices here. Oh man. Think about Joaquin's portrayal. Think about the, the script and the, the, just the, all the moments and how I always say like the mark of a good, the mark of a bad film for me, like a bad, bad film is a film that makes me feel nothing. A movie yeah. that I leave like a new mutants where I was like, man, I just felt nothing leaving that movie. <laughs> but Joker, even though I wasn't like super happy with the feelings that I was feeling, I left that movie and I was just like, man, I felt something. I felt moved in a way. I felt like saddened and distressed. And like that, I think is, you know, that's a great uh, utilization of a piece of art is that it makes you leave and feel something and maybe think about your life in a different way. And I think that, you know, while Joker might not be the most entertaining movie in the world, I think that it's uh, it's a uh, I think it is a landmark for storytelling for comic book movies because it does tell a very disturbing, grounded story um, while using these comic characters that are pretty fantastical. So uh, really enjoy it. Really think it's really good. Also, um, John and I were able to go. We were lucky enough to see the movie on like I think it was 50 millimeter projection, um, it was which 40, we, 40 millimeter. Yeah, whatever it was, it was an actual film projection and it was like chef's kiss. It was like so crisp, beautiful. That's kind of why I don't think I ever need to see it again either, to be honest with you. (laughs) We did kind of spoil ourselves on that first that first little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, My number nine is Spider-Man No Way Home. Recency bias. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great fucking movie. Uh, It's a great amalgamation of all of my other favorite Spider-Man movies you know, that I saw in live action theater experiences as a child. Um, and we just talked about it extensively for like a month. So yeah, need to say more. My number nine is also Spider-Man No Way Home. High five. Nice. Um, yeah, recency bias be damned. I really do think that the movie is like just very captivating and entertaining and, and a, oh, yeah. a, a really great, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Um, recently that and they were saying like the movie is kind of like therapy because the whole idea of the movie is like you're curing they want to cure the bad guys right but it's also curing up these old characters in a way because you know toby Maguire was like the king of the comic book movie until his franchise kind of piddled out andrew garfield was like this rising star that kind of got screwed by the studio and then you have this tom holland who's just like on the top of the game and they're able to bring all three of these people together and kind of give us closure. And it really did feel like kind of, it felt like therapy in a way. Like I keep going back to like, Oh, Peter, you've grown up. How are you doing? Is like, yeah. Trying, trying to, to do, do better. better. I love that line so much. I, I love yeah. that shit so much. Yeah. They really just like, they really show that they understand all three of those separate franchises, but they know how to join them through one thing, which is with great power comes great responsibility. And just like, it's a 20 year journey that is just something we don't deserve. Honestly. Oh yeah. It's too good. We don't deserve it as a civilization. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my, go ahead with your number eight. Batman begins. Okay. Fucking great movie, man. They climbed out of that fucking gutter that Batman and Robin put them in and they gave us Christopher Nolan. My favorite origin story of any comic book movie. I'm looking at the other things in my top. Yeah, my favorite origin story. <laughs> yeah, 
it's done really well. Liam Neeson crushes it. Um, I'm not the one downside for me is Katie Holmes. Um, but yeah, I, I liked um, Maggie Joan Hall's portrayal of the character much, much more. better. Great use of the scarecrow. Great use of the League of Shadows. The way that they just the way that they incorporate his fear of bats as to like something that is like, you know, comic book fans really know, but they hadn't touched on that yeah. in any of the Tim Burton movies. Like he's not afraid of bats in those. He's like, I actually am like a human bat. <laughs> he's like hanging upside down and shit. Whereas like, this is like, it gives Bruce Wayne a little bit more three-dimensional depth, which I really appreciate. Um, yeah. It has one of my favorite cliffhangers too, which is him talking to Gordon with the brand new signal. And then I never said thank you with the Joker and yeah, you'll never, never said have thank to. You. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's a good, yeah. good movie. Yeah. My, it's not, it's, it's, it's not much higher for me, but it's a couple, it's a couple spaces higher. Cool. What's your it's age? just, yeah, it's so, it's so, so, so good, man. Uh, love it. Love the, love the, the back and forth between him and Liam Neeson. I just love that. It was such a fresh take on the genre. It was something we had never seen before. Like it was the first no. time I ever left it. It was one of the, one of the last times, honestly, I left a movie theater going like, wow, like that was completely different. Like I, I, this is a Batman that I didn't know was a Batman that could be a thing. Like it was really, really cool. The, my favorite scene in the entire movie is, um, is Ray al Ghul and, and Bruce Wayne sword fighting on the ice while he's training. You've sacrificed like, sure footing for a killing stroke. Well, that's a cool like cap to it, but I love the conversation where he's like, He's like, it wasn't your fault that your parents got killed. It was your father's, like his failure to act. And like, he's like trying to like goad him into being a better crime fighter. And little does he know that he's like creating his ultimate foe yeah. on accident. Um, and then that tale ends with him getting dropped in the ice. And then they're sitting by the fire and then like it, it like quiets back down. And it's, it's, it's uh, Liam Neeson's character talking about his wife and how it was taken from him and feeding into the legend of the demon that Rachel Ghoul is. But we don't know until the end of the movie that like we're not entirely sure if he's even telling the truth at this moment at all. Like it's just really awesome. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Captain America: Civil War. Nice. It's a great movie. Yeah, just an awesome Avengers two point five. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it is what Age of Ultron should have been, and to me, it is the second Avengers movie. To me, the Avengers trilogy is Avengers. Civil War and then the Infinity Saga movies back to back. Like that to me is like those are the Avengers movies I go back and rewatch. Yeah. Um, it's just Civil a really War's cool fantastic. story. I love the back and forth, the actual dilemma, like the social dilemma between Tony and Steve and all that stuff. I love all of that political intrigue and the introduction of Black Panther and all of that Spider stuff, man. man. I, yeah. And Spider-Man too, like, lest us not forget, like that was the biggest deal in the world when that was happening. Like it feels kind of quaint to think about it now. Cause we've had a full trilogy of Tom Holland movies in that time. Yeah. But like that scene where it's like, I know a guy and it goes like, and it cuts to like the thing. It says Queens. like Queens or whatever. It's like, fuck, yeah. let's go. I never, I was so excited in that theater, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic film. Uh, so seven for me is the suicide squad. Okay. I also just recently rewatched this with the peacemaker show coming out. This movie is fucking amazing. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> I love blood sport. He's just the best. He's really good. So funny. Uh, in all way. 
need I say more? Need I say more? It's just like it's just a great ensemble. You don't expect it. It's James Gunn being his most James Gunzy because he doesn't have any studio involvement, which is a good thing. And they made Starro work. So like that's just like a great mic drop right there. Starro the Conqueror. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good film. Um, you got a couple that are higher than so my number seven is Batman Begins. Okay. Not much more to say about that. Yeah. My number six is the first Guardians of the Galaxy, which I like significantly more than you, apparently. Um, this is one of the best, like, oh, shit, surprise that this is as good as it is movie experiences for me. And yeah, it's for still, sure. like, it's still utterly entertaining for me to this day. Um, all the prison stuff and, like, breaking out of the prison is hilarious with like he's he wants him to go get the guy's leg and i don't know i just i think this movie is great great soundtrack introduction of all these characters that are gonna be such a large you know large players of the infinity saga going forward um and i think it actually of a lot of the mcu movies it's the one that could stand on its own probably the most that's just like a sci-fi movie yeah what's your six yeah, real quick to touch on it because we did we kind of breezed by it a little bit earlier. It was my number 17. Uh, I really liked the movie a lot. I think, it, it, like you said, it, it was one of those movies where like you walked it because the story leading up to it is like Marvel's doing a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like no one knows who these characters are. No one gives a flying fuck. There's a tree, a walking tree and a raccoon in this movie. This is going to be terrible. And then you go in and that whole first sequence is the come and get your love sequence with the opening credits. Yeah. And I just remember smiling from ear to ear and not stopping smiling until the end of the movie. Like, and let's not like, I don't, this might be the only time I don't want this to come off uh, hyperbolic at all, but maybe one of the most important movie soundtracks of the last few decades. <laughs> I agree. I would say probably one of the most for sure. Yeah, like it just reintroduced that genre of music to a whole different audience. And those songs are still popular. Zandarians. What a bunch of losers. It's really good. The only thing that hampers it for me from being like a top 10 movie, like it, it ended up at my, um, it's my number, like I said, it's my number 17, right around the dark Knight Avengers sort of area for me. Um, the only thing is that I think the third, the third act in the conclusion is a little bit less engaging than the first part until it gets to the dance off to save the universe. That's when it like turns a corner for me, but like the You're whole just talking about like the space battle. With yeah. The, the space core. battle and putting the giant force field on the ship and like, Oh, I love that shit. It's awesome. eh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't do it. Doesn't, doesn't rub well, my jimmies. Well, I hope you liked it. Cause fucking Thanos wiped out the entire Nova Corps, So you're never going to see him again. <laughs> Last week when he decimated Xanda. <laughs> All right, what's your number six? That was my number six. Oh, shit. My number six is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so let's save it. Okay. Let's save it. What's your number five? Avengers Endgame. Okay. I'm sure save we'll that talk one about as well. it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Logan. Okay, let's just talk about it now, and then I'll I'll reveal where it is when we get there. But okay, 
Um, I mean, Logan is such a special movie. I do think that the only thing that keeps it from 100% perfect, I, it's an S tier movie. It's one of the best comic book movies ever made. The only thing that holds it back is I do think the only way that that movie is super impactful is if you grew up or at least have knowledge of Sam, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman as, yeah. as the Wolverine character. Cause that I mean, movie. And that's the same for Ragnarok and Endgame and, you know, all these good comic book movies that we like is the legacy of the character. Right. Yeah. So, but this is like the only one that Fox has had that worked. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know if we've ever had to talk about this, but like, where would you rate it on the Radiovania scale? Oh God. I mean, it's either a 9.5 or it's almost a perfect movie. Like I'm trying to think of like, so I think it is a perfect movie. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this is a 10 for me. I think Logan is a fucking awesome movie. And if you like, if you're ever wavering, just like pop that bad boy in and you're like that was the first five minutes. You're like, Jesus Christ, mangled, give it to me dirty. Yeah. Um, this is the best Patrick Stewart performance out of oh, all yeah. of his X-Men oh, movies. Yeah. Maybe best the best Hugh Patrick Jackson Stewart performance, period. The introduction of um, Laura and the actress who plays her, whose name escapes me right now. Fucking Boyd Holbrook is one of the Ravengers is there. Richard E. Grant's in it. There's two Logans. That final fight's great. And then it's just like, it's just a fucking gut check at the end. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, talk about one of the one of the most teary eyed moments in all of cinema for me. Like, one of the hardest, like, one of the, like, the it's like an open mouth cry moment is the, like, because it's like you've watched, for me, it's like I've watched this guy since the year 2000. Like, 17 years of my life just watching Hugh Jackman play this fucking character and yeah and it's like oh my god it's like the best modern interpretation of the old western trope which is the lone gunslinger finally gets to the end like an Arthur Morgan type where he can't he just can't go on anymore so he just goes out fighting to protect the people that he cares about and that's just the way he would want to go out is in bloodlust and it's just yeah, it's a fucking 10 for me, man. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> I also, I, I don't think it can be understated the amount of inspiration this movie took from The Last of Us. Yes, definitely. Which is also a 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you give your number five? Uh, my five was Endgame and yours was Logan. So my, right. four is, my four is Thor Ragnarok, my favorite MCU movie. We've talked about this extensively. I do tend to cater towards more of the funnier ones. Um, but I think this movie also has a lot of heart. Oh yeah. Asgard's not a place. It's a people is one of my favorite sentiments that yeah. they've ever come up with. And Taika Waititi is just a genius. At yeah. He is a genius. Combining heart and humor. Um, Carl Urban's fantastic. It's the best Hulk. <laughs> I think besides Endgame potentially. This is Des um, and Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I got Shit's him on so a good. Midgard world called Texas. Texas. <laughs> um, and it's got one of the best scenes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is um, Loki and Thor talking in the elevator before they do get help, where he's just talking about how he meant the world to him and idolized him. And it, it helps Loki's heel turn that then gets crushingly devastated in Infinity War. Yeah. But now we can relive it again in the Loki show. So I think yeah. it's just a good springboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Ragnarok is it, it's not it's not just the funniest MCU movie. It is like legitimately one of the best comedies I think I've seen in the last couple decades. It's also like the, one of the best in MCU recoveries as a sequel. Like oh, Dark World is oh not my a God. good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> so, Thor and Thor 2 are like the two of the bottom tier yeah. MCU movies and so the fact that and this they had a director changed. that came in with a vision that was like this is what this character needs to be. He needs to be a comedy yeah. character, not a serious character. Well, and and like make like it sets up who he is in Infinity War and Endgame, which is so important because if it was the Thor from Ultron that showed up in Infinity War and Endgame, he would not be great at all. No. And a lot of his shit in both of those Avengers movies is incredibly memorable. Yeah. Like Rocket and him talking about how families are tough in the pod. And my mother was killed by a dark elf. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me Thanos, like all that. Kind oh, of yeah. Shit. Come it's on. As hell. Come on. Yeah. All right. My number four is the Suicide Squad. Nice, dude. Um, so, again, this might be like chalk it up to recency bias, whatever. I've watched this movie. I've seen it twice in theaters. I've seen it two or three times at home. Um there's something about this movie. It's the same way I felt like leaving a movie like Batman begins or leaving Scott Pilgrim or leaving, you know, maybe my one, two and three, which we'll talk about here in a sec where it's like something felt different about it and something about it really just clicked with me personally. So while I think you could make an argument that it's like, yeah, Logan might be a 10 out of 10 and that could be like above the suicide squad. Yes. Into the spider verse. It's one of the best animated things ever made. It's one of the best Spider-Man tales ever told. That could be above the Suicide Squad. For whatever reason, the, the amalgamation of comedy, the dark humor, the violence, the score, the action, all of it just works so well for me. Like all, like it checks almost every box in terms of what I'm looking for in a, in a comic book movie. And so, yeah, recency bias, maybe it came out in the last year. Will it age? Will it go down or up the list depending on time? Who knows? But as of right now, it's... Yeah, I think it goes up. I think that the movie will age very well. I think that it's very much a sign of the times and... I've got no buzz. Oh, it's so good. I'm just a gigolo. It's so good. Um, Yeah, excellent movie. Without covering your mouth, you die. Whoa, whoa, no. Although that's not an open invitation. You can cough without covering your mouth. It made Joel Kinnaman good. That's crazy. Dude, and that's the thing. It rev- That's another, like, like we talked about with um, Batman Begins after Batman and Robin, like the Suicide yeah. Squad after Suicide Squad. It's insane. Isn't it great? It's crazy. Like, yeah, they, they literally revived that corpse. It's crazy. Yeah. I fucking love that scene on the plane when they're going to the beach drop at the beginning. Oh, it's, oh he's my like, God. Mate, what kind of dog do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Alaskan sheep pound. <laughs> it's like, how would you fuck you know that? TDK. <laughs> That's your name, isn't it? It's your name's fucking letters. letters. <laughs> all names are letters, if you think about it. Yeah. And yeah, I said it. I got my uh all He's not a dog. Camera. He's a weasel. And he's yes, he's he's not that bad, although he's killed 23 children. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, like a shout out to I know we're just sucking this movie's dick, but um that opening sequence, everything from the opening of the credits to the the reveal of the like the title card of the Suicide Squad, I think it is so that it's that in itself could be a short film. 
that you could just watch on its own because it's so fucking funny and genius and the way that it sets up. And I love the reveal of the music. It's quiet. All these people are dead. It's like, all right, team two, how are you doing? And then it pans yeah. over. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Starfish is slang for a butthole. Think there's any connection? <laughs> Oh my god. All right, what are we at? Three? Radiovania's top three. All right. So my number three is Logan, which we've been talking about already. So no need to belabor the point there. My number three is Avengers Infinity War. Okay. I think we've talked about this a ton. Yeah. I just I'm curious to see (laughs) now where the dark knight falls for you. <laughs> that's really the question isn't it because like yeah so my number two is spider-man into the spider-verse i okay. think it's the best spider-man movie of all time um and i think it's 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 a perfect movie i think all of these are perfect movies in my top three and i think it's it's just great and it ages incredibly well yeah <laughs> It's a really so, good movie. Just to paint a picture um, for the listener, he's actually <laughs> taking taking drags from his his vape as he now decides if Dark Knight or Endgame's better. Because listen, no spoilers. Dark Knight's number one on my list, so let's okay. just go ahead and finish yours. Yeah, that's fine. So, Dark Knight's number two. Avengers Endgame Fuck is my you. number one. Here's <laughs> so here's the thing: is that yeah. you know we don't need to we don't need to talk too much about the Dark Knight. I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's like talking about pizza at this point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, The Dark Knight is a is a masterpiece. It is a 10 out of 10. Um one of the best portrayals of a character ever with Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker. Um I love the movie. The movie has incredible tension from the very beginning, the first notes that you hear that like yeah, as it goes heist. into the bank heist. Yeah. The movie just doesn't fucking stop. It's a no, it is a just a full frontal assault to all of your senses the entire way through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's so well made. This is the only part where I think that favorite bias comes into my rankings for this. Yeah, because film bias is probably what Dark Knight's about. Yes, I think Dark Knight film. is a Dark Knight is a much more change the industry. Yeah, yeah, and it's solo, like on its own. You can, I think, you can enjoy that movie without watching anything else. Batman, if 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 you, you t- don't actually you, need to see Batman Begins to enjoy that no, movie. No, and yeah. I think that if you pluck someone out that you were like, "Hey, do you know what a superhero is? Do you know who Batman is?" No, okay, he's a he's a crime fighting vigilante. Watch this movie. I still think that even that person that doesn't have any connection to this universe or that character would still find that movie engaging. Yeah. That's the success that that movie has over something like Avengers Endgame, which to me is my favorite comic book movie. It right. might be my favorite movie ever made. Um, ugh, we had this discussion going into Avengers Endgame. I told you as we were walking to Gateway or we were like having dinner that night, I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, forever. I've always told people Return of the King is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. If there was any movie that had the chance to surpass that, it would be this. But leaving Avengers Endgame, it was, it's too, I even still feel like it might be too soon to make a judgment call on that. Cause I've had Return of the King for years at this point to like digest. I've only had two decades. I've only had 29. I've only had since 2019 to think about Avengers Endgame, but 
Um, it is just such a beautiful achievement. It, it closes the book on a decade of these Marvel movies that I loved. Um, great payoffs for all these characters, awesome action, great comedy, great sentimentality. Like to me, the movie is just so, it's just such a beautiful achievement. And it's so good that it's fucked up Marvel phase four for not being able to be anywhere as good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a tough act to follow. It is sure. a really tough act to follow. It's like, it's uh, a, it's a damn fine film and I'm not surprised at all that it's your number one. I'm just giving you a hard time. I think, uh, I think for you, I can clearly see like the one, a one B where it's like film critic wants to pick one, but yeah, like right. Boy wants to pick the other. Um, but yeah, man, we did it. We ranked them. We did it. Ugh. We weren't too far off on, on some of our stuff, but I think overall, if you had to do a data trend, obviously you are skewed more towards the MCU being in your top third for a majority. So clearly showing that you think that those are better produced movies than most in terms of like things that are your favorite, um, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. Whereas mine's just like all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> I got some I got some of each franchise in like almost every category. So yeah. really showing my uh, my cherry picking philosophy for stuff that's my favorite. So. What I would love to do in uh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. I, I need to have someone more scientific than me. I would love to enter these both these lists into some sort of formula and make an average of the two. And maybe we'll touch on that on the next episode and see how the averages rank themselves out. Um, or at least for like the big controversial ones, like where do they even out in terms of like where we put them and stuff like that. I think that might be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I feel, I feel good about these lists. I mean, that's the thing is that like, again, like this is a very much in any given Sunday sort of thing, especially once you get past like that top 10, like I feel like I feel pretty strongly about my top 10. And then beyond that, it's like, you know, there's a lot of room for stuff to kind of move around and change based on, you know, I think time my of the top year, time 10. of the season. My top 10, the only one that can change with time is, is how far the Suicide Squad continues to climb for me because it's at seven right now, but I can easily see it jumping over Guardians after a while. Um, maybe even Endgame if I'm crazy. <laughs> feeling crazy, oh. feeling wild. You want to get nuts? Come on. Come on. Let's get Let's nuts. Get nuts. Yeah, and well, I, apolog- I apologize sincerely about my DC... Um, slander here, not slander. But... It's interesting though, but like the ones that you rated the highest were like Man of Steel and Zack Snyder's Justice League. So like they're very skewed towards Henry Cavill stuff, sure. which is pretty interesting. I mean, I ranked Joker and the Suicide Squad in the top ten, and the Dark Knight. And in the dark, well, Dark Knight's different. The Nolan stuff is different than like the DCEU yeah. stuff. Like, Joker is not in that either. Now, uh, the real question is the... where does the Batman fall? <laughs> Great fucking question. Love you so much, my friend. Um, bold prediction. You know what? I'm going to write this down so we don't forget. Take a shot in the dark. Where does the Batman, Zach and John? Ooh, 
we haven't had any, as of the time of this taping, we don't have any critical reviews yet. There have been no reviews posted online. There's been no early buzz, anything, no screeners, nothing. Here's a bold prediction. All right. I don't know why I'm holding on this tension so long. <laughs> I wonder for me if it lands somewhere in the 18 to 20 range. Maybe better than like the better than your like Spider-Man 2 and Iron Man, but maybe not as good as something like a Guardians or Avengers. Interesting. I don't know if I feel confidently enough saying that it will beat something, the worst of the Nolan trilogy, which is Dark Knight Rises. Mm, I think it could jump Rises pretty easily for me, personally. I think, so. I think if, it's, if it's good and it's like an S-tier comic book film like we've been talking about, I could easily see it falling in my top 15. Okay. I don't know if it could supplant any of those top 10s that I just worked really hard to get up there, but... Yeah, it's crazy for me because like just going going off of what we know about the movie so far, like I'm I feel confident confident in saying that I think it could land within my top twenty, which are all like what I deemed as the S tier movies. Um, even if I shorten that S tier rank down to just the top ten, like I still feel like it could land in the top twenty somewhere. Um. I don't know. Is it, is it going to be more of an enjoyable thing than Ragnarok? Is it going to hit me in a more impactful way than something like Joker? Is it going to be as emotionally charged as something like Spider-Verse or Logan? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this might, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, somewhere in the 15 to 20 range for me. And you think in your top 15, yeah, that'd be my guess. Okay. But those predictions I, are in the book. I need to see it like five times before I <laughs> before you render a verdict. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's another beefy radiovania for you. Um biggest. Yes. We shouldn't have Super done episode. news flashpoint this time. We should have just done this. <laughs> So I'm thinking, uh, depending on how much free time I have tomorrow to edit this bad boy, I might just divide this episode up in two. Yeah. And then just you said release. You going to do that last time, but I think you should actually do it this time. Yeah. I, well, I might have to do it this time because I don't think I could submit this long of an audio format to, to anchor. I think it's going to require me to trim it down. So yeah, it might just be a two-parter, but we'll still count it as episode 94. Um, so yeah, thank you all for very much for sticking with us. If you stuck through to the end, this was a really fun show, John. Thank you for taking on this ride with me and taking on this task of ranking 120 comic book movies. I know. I just wanted to do 10, but I like this. <laughs> this was fun. I'm good. Uh, we'll revisit this list in another five or 10 years and we'll see what what's changed. If, if in 10 years that Batman 89 hasn't climbed Zach's power rankings, then I, I think that's an indication that our friendship is dying. <laughs> it might be over. <laughs> All right, you can follow me at Zach Rotella. You can follow my guy here at Najathan Parker, Radiovania.com, at Radiovania, RadioVaniaShow at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, and concerns. Um, I mean, the next really big thing is the Batman, and that's in March, so I'm sure we'll do some random newsy episode between now and then, maybe like a last predictions episode or like a final trailer sort of review thing, but 
we'll have uh we'll have all the rest of peacemaker to get through we'll have all the rest of um boba fett to talk about once that <laughs> thing concludes um i'm sure there's going to be some stuff that comes out between now and then that we'll have to talk about but uh so we will see you guys all very soon thank you so much for sticking uncharted with us in february oh fuck that's coming out in february yeah well we'll be doing the uncharted cast so get ready for that shit oh god all right <laughs> john what was your uh, number one comic book movie was it the dark knight um absolutely give me a dark knight quote to end the episode He's a hero. <laughs> He's not the Gotham we deserve. He's not the Gotham we deserve.